live from the training facility, the Monday morning quarterback. It's shenanigans. <laughs> this week it's Alan with a Y. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Vinny. Howdy. Rich. Arr. Oh, never mind. Hi. That was last week, yeah. <laughs> Walden. Still still nothing. He quit. Still nothing. I said something last week. He, he, he quit on us like he quit on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a new guy. Hi, new guy. We have Jay. We have Clock an FNG. And Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. Wait, listen. <laughs> there he is. We're eating some delicious hot mustard right now, by the way. Clerks 3 is coming out this week. Who cares? Really? Yeah. It should have been two and a half. This is about how they all got started because Randall has a heart attack and decides that he should write his own movie about his life, which becomes Clerks, the original movie. So it's all very, you know, meta. So is Randall the one that's not supposed to even be here today or whatever? No, that's Dante. No, Dante. Randall doesn't appreciate your ruse. Randall worked at the, the what do you got? The, the video, VCR, store. video store next door, yeah. He's he's the one that wrote the movie? That character is... Apparently. He's such a minor player in the movie. No, he's the second character in the in the first movie. He doesn't even come in for the first, like, 20 minutes. Never mind. I love that. I movie. haven't seen that in so long. That's when you're talented enough to know you don't have to be the most important person in the room. Oh. So I think he's all right with that. You don't have to be like, look at me. You sounded better the first time. Yeah, I know. That's gonna be what I. That's gonna be what I start with when you're doing introductions from now on. What's that? Look at me! (laughs) (laughs) It's just like sweet and spicy at the same time. Delicious. My small one was soaked. Try to use this. So, I don't remember who it was a couple times ago. Said that you were wearing a dirty penguin on your hat. Was that? Was that Alan? I think that was. (laughs) Was it you? No, it was Al. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What sports team is that? Hold on. Let me get Urban Dictionary up and see what Dirty Penguin is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to say Baltimore Orioles. No, Dirty Bird if you... <laughs> Probably been there. So, after three weeks of the NFL season, who would have thunk that the Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins would be leading the pack? Right. Fuck my life. It's crazy, right? It is. I have no idea how the hell the Eagles are 3-0. and and the Jets are still got. The Jets even have two wins right now, don't they? Did they win last yesterday? I thought they lost. Dude, the Browns had. They two lost, wins. but weren't they already had two? No, they had. They no, lost the first one. game. All right. The Browns have two wins, right? Yes. Who's the quarterback in Cleveland right now? Jacoby Brissett, the Dirty Penguin. <laughs> uh oh. Is there something there? When male and female are in the act of sex, the male, before he blows, takes his dick out of her and shoots his wad into the woman's eyes. Then he punches her in both of her tits, causing her to grab her breasts in pain and blindly waddle around the room. Wow, that Urban Dictionary's got everything. It's not very nice. No. no. I don't. You treat somebody you love? That's not, I, that's not what I thought the Dirty Penguin is. I thought the Dirty Penguin was when she pulls your pants down instead of sucking your dick, but then didn't finish and ran off, and then you're following her Following around. around. <laughs> <laughs> it's less violent. <laughs> Definitely more blue ballsy. I just thought it was an animal that got caught up in a Exxon Valdez spill. <laughs> but you guys... Uh, it's an oily you, penguin. You got a whole loving... Oh, there's multiple... There's multiple. Oh, dear God. When one of the groomsmen has sex with the bride on the wedding day, because he's wearing a tux. Okay. He's a dirty penguin. Yep. That was in Shameless. Because I'm <laughs> shameless. The waddle person does from one room to the other after realizing there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. That's funny. I think it's shitty. 
<laughs> Take a dump in a public bathroom. Don't flush. Waddle over to the next stall with your pants down and wipe your butt there so it looks like in the other stall no one wiped their butt. <laughs> so, Jay, thanks for being on our show. <laughs> well, we Goodbye. Really, you really brought it up here. I'm we not going in without a roll of paper towel. <laughs> we, we started that right with the toilet talk. Between my ass and the seat because I'm not sitting on <laughs> touching somebody else's ass, especially if that ass is already. Oh, right. So you use a paper ass gasket. Sorry, the paper ass gasket. <laughs> there you go. There's always something a little discomforting about sitting down in a public toilet and the seat's warm. Does this yeah, like I herpes? prefer a warm chair, but a cold toilet seat. That's for sure. Right. You you and the, the, the previous user might as well just be sitting ass to ass yeah, at that point. Take your pubes with you. I mean, <laughs> oh, seriously. <my> <laughs> Nobody need no. You're sitting on your pubes. It's like it's like, like Zorro. Yeah. You gotta leave the little Z and everywhere you go. <laughs> we had a friend of ours. She had boys, and she said, "What the hell do you guys do? Do you go to, up to the bathroom, yank your pubes out of there when you take a piss?" She's like, "Because there's always pubes on the toilet seat." And they, of course, they never lift the toilet seat. And pissed all over it. You don't Who's have really you terrible. Don't, you don't have to yank them. They're volunteers. Yeah. Look, that they were cleaning it with an SOS pad. <laughs> Who knew the purple-headed yogurt slinger would molt? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, but Jay, you grew up in a, you live in a household full of women, so you yeah. know to lift a seat and put it back down. Yeah, it's down. It's going down. If I got if I have to lift it up, then it all has to go down. Yeah, I don't respect that. I, I I feel like you if you need to sit down, you put it down, and if you need to stand up, you know, pick it's it your up. responsibility once you approach the toilet, right? I, I think as more, to what your needs are. That's right, and I think more importantly, we have dogs, and if you don't want your dog drinking out of the toilet, you have you to put close the, seat the lid. Down, yeah. Right. That's the more significant thing than whether you want it up or down for your anatomy. That's why I always leave the seat down, but I piss on the seat, but I leave the lid up. So if my dog drinks out of the toilet, she gets my piss all over her. Yeah, that's smart thinking. That's <laughs> how you're that, right. That's how you assert dominance. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I sell my house. That's going to stop her. <laughs> I'm confused now. Does your dog lift the lid to drink out of the toilet? No. I leave the lid up, but the seat down covered with piss. What were all those Facebook posts about? Always put a solo cup on your toilet. Anybody going no to read idea. that? No. Or what about big dirty toes? What was that other thing? I don't know. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. <laughs> that was the funniest thing that Walton sent out about, what was that video? Big sexy toes or something like that. Oh yeah, it's from that. It's from that Uber Eats commercial. Yeah, Uber Eats commercials with Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman says she doesn't want to go back to selling pictures of her feet. She gives a website, and I'm yeah. like, well, it, the law is if you say a website on TV, you have to purchase that domain. Uh-huh. It's like a phone number. Oh really? I did not yeah. know that. So I went, what the fuck? I'll type it in, and that's what. Then you find out <laughs> and it was another thinks, commercial. She thinks you're a perv. She does think I'm a perv. Yeah, I thought it was funny because I didn't know that that was like a rule. I just figured it was like a fake website. I didn't even punch in to go through and look at it. But I thought it was funny that it's a commercial of her saying, you're a pervert. (laughs) You really typed (laughs) that in? Tommy Two-Tone have to pay for that phone number? (laughs) No, because it doesn't give an area code. In every area code. Right. (laughs) What is that the 867? Yeah. (laughs) Didn't somebody buy that? Yeah, somebody bought it in the 212, which I think is New York City. It is. Yeah, it's Manhattan. There's all kinds of stories around. I'll take Manhattan. People complaining. Little Blossom Deary for you. Phone calls. Yeah. Is Jenny there? Bug you. There's never been a Jenny here. They probably meant a different area code. That's all. That's Maybe. true. You just got to dial it. Anytime you go to a new area, new area code, you just dial it and see what happens. <laughs> just driving down the thruway. Every yeah. phone number requires a, an area code now. It's the Jenny Jenny rule. 
Well, it's <laughs> yeah. I think I was one of the only ones when I had my cell phone. I always put the area code in when I did my cell phone from like thirty years ago. I was at area code. We so I was always us. smart ahead of the game, and there I was like, go. I gotta put the area code in. But I was already ahead of the game. When I was working for the phone company, they said that ten-digit dialing, which is area code plus your regular, was just around the corner. It just came into effect this year, and it's been eighteen years since I worked for the phone company. Ah. So just around the corner. That's that's that is just around the corner in the corporate world. There's still phone companies. Not anymore. Not like I, that. I, I've been using Google Voice for 14 years or so, and I, I've had to use 10-digit dialing the whole time. So uh, I'm just kind of used to it. Since all my family lives out of the area code now, I've been using it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because my phone remembers the phone number for me. I don't right. know anyone's phone number. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody's either. Yeah, I don't even know my kid's phone's number. No, me neither. I don't know my phone number. And when it comes up I on my the phone number when I was a kid. So do I. <laughs> I still call my mom and dad on it. Yeah, I call my mom on mine too. And my cousin Johnny's shoes. I remember his number in Lackawanna. So I still remember that number. And they still got it. Noise. Noise. You want to talk about the Buffalo Bills and all that loss? Or do you want to talk about a homecoming weekend? Mm. Let's talk about homecoming weekend. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about homecoming. <laughs> First of all, Lockport did win their homecoming game fourteen to nothing. Even though wow. they got outplayed. Well, it happens. Look at this the past week with the Bills. Bills, yeah. Exactly. Who did they play? Yeah. How many? Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, yeah. Oh. Niagara Falls had the ball for like, it felt like forever. Yeah. The they had 192 like yards in penalties. And yeah, I was going to yeah. say, they probably. Wow. Had less Who yards. did? Actual Niagara Falls. Yards. <laughs> what the hell did they do? They were. <laughs> <laughs> Rules, schmules. <laughs> but this was the first year my school actually, out of the 12 years my school's been around, this was the first year we actually did a homecoming float. I saw the pictures of the float. They look cool. It was yeah. cool. We did it with the side by side. We decorated it with yellow and gold and all that jazz. But here's the problem with the, uh, with the actual homecoming parade this year that I felt. I've been, if you guys have all been to parades, you've seen it. I've been to Macy's Day Parade in New York. People walk these parades. You know, you can walk next to the floats. You can do stuff. Well, they were going so fast with the, like you couldn't, you couldn't keep up with them. Like I decided to walk next to mine instead of riding on with the kids because I figure I can actually partake in the parade and watch the kids. Well, they were going so fast. Like you're looking all of a sudden, it's a block ahead of you, so now you're sprinting down Pine Street. <laughs> so I'm running. <laughs> nope. They have it on video. <laughs> now I wish I went to the parade yeah. to see Ellen sprint. <laughs> I'm sprinting twice. I'm sprinting down Pine Street because now it's going to go all the way to 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 Walnut to where Mullinaro's is, and then it's going to go down Walnut to Locust. So like a jerk, I'm running and trying to hand out lays. Be like, hey, I'm ready to do a great parade. So now I get to I get to Pine and High. And my flo- my floats all the way down, so I'm like, <sighs> I'm gassed. <laughs> so I, I just I sit down there. High street. I walked down High Street to Locust, so I could catch up, and I waited. <laughs> like you've been like you've been standing in the sun all yeah. afternoon in Florida. It was crazy. <laughs> so then, when when my boss was one, like that's the only time I didn't really have control of everything because I did everything else except for drive. So then finally, my boss I was like, stop the float, <laughs> get on. So then I finally. Stops the float. We jump on, and I make it all the way now to Emmett afterwards. But, you know, I wanted to help to control the kids and say, look, guys, there's so much candy being thrown on in the beginning. We need to look like heroes in the end. Let's save candy and stuff. But the kids we're were like a brand new puppy. The beginning. They were throwing it. Like, they threw everything. Everybody was out of candy by the time he got all the way up, like, wall, like to, up going to Locust. Like, all the people that were. And it was really congested from 
from locust and high all the way to Emmett, and people were just we had one kid. It looked like we were just like a poor school because our kid we wanted to throw stuff out, so he was going down the street picking up candy from other people <laughs> and then putting it back on our float, and then they were throwing it out again. And I think a lot of those people were waiting to pick the candy up after it left, but they're like, "Hey, what are you doing with our candy?" Fuck you! Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know what? We had a good day. It was a good That's showing, a respectable bubble. showing. We had some good tunes pumping. We had that Gator going, that Can-Am, you know, Defender side by side with an awesome sound system in there. And we had just five amazing How tunes was your going. Tent? The tent I was sitting in the garage. I just for some reason I couldn't get a ten by ten tent on a five foot by twelve foot trailer. <laughs> I really thought it was gonna. Oh, you can get it on there. You lay it flat. It I, I thought like I could have yeah, jimmied something with it, or had just like a couple of like when I put the signs on, I had to put out a couple two by fours to make the trailer like seven feet wide anyway to hold some things. But I thought I could have just bowed it or did something. But it was just a. Little, what I'm saying is, yeah, I didn't use your tent. Okay. <laughs> so they have homecoming for football games. They have two other seasons they play. How can basketball doesn't have a homecoming, and why doesn't baseball have a homecoming? You got to follow the money. It's always the answer, right? Follow the money. Same thing in college. What, what's right? the most valuable professional sports franchise football. in America? Soccer. The Dallas Cowboys. It's a football team. Football been very, very good to me. Money. <laughs> it, it, and Alan's right. It's always about football. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of fantastic baseball players and basketball players. Hell, LeBron got drafted right out of high school. Let's not forget the arts and the music who always get defunded, but go ahead. <laughs> are the Cowboys more valuable than the Yankees? Yes. 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 America's team. They are the most valuable professional sports team in America. And they're only a mediocre team at best. <laughs> right now, yeah. They you, know, you can't argue that. I mean, no, just, you can't. They hold I mean, the trademark on stars. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen that. the meme. You know, oh, it's not. It's not their logo. It's, it's their a rating. rating. <laughs> I, I, was, I love that. I was laughing. That my made ass me off. laugh. And I, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. I mean, I was born in Dallas. I was raised in Dallas. Obviously, I was raised with the Cowboys. So it's, it's who I root for. No goal. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> I know. Um, but that's a different sport. But I've always had a respect for the Bills. And I've always really liked the Bills. And so when I moved here to Buffalo, I was like, oh, well, I'm, I live where my second favorite football team lives. So I always root for the Bills because they're, you know, the home team. And now I can say, hey, I get to root for the home team, right? So I think it's a win-win. Is the gap smaller now between your first favorite team and your second favorite team? Like, are you leaning more and more towards the, uh, towards the Bills as being a, a favorite? Or are you still strong with the Cowboys? Oh, I'm always going to be strong with the Cowboys. I mean, that's... I watched my first game in 83 and right. you know i've been a fan since you know since then i mean i've been rooting for them for hell next year will be 40 years that's right. really good though they need your strength yeah. oh yeah because they sure <laughs> as shit don't fucking have it right now you know half the offensive line is injured the starting wide receivers fucking out setting love hope know. and prayers <laughs> our you know starting quarterback he gets you know fucks his thumb up game one and they were totally flat in I game feel one I, I mean, the Bills, through. if the Bills were to play the Cowboys right now, the Bills would just fucking smoke them. There you go. You heard it here first, people. I don't know about that because they're playing the practice squad. The, the Cowboys <laughs> would be playing the practice yeah, squad. <laughs> their roster looks like a MASH unit right now. What's MASH stand for, Alan? Medical. <laughs> surgical. That's in there. Hospital. <laughs> That's in there. Act. 
Some about a proctologist met, met act. <laughs> My God, how do I not know this again? It's just three. This is the third episode. Now we're doing in this in a row. <laughs> mobile, mobile Army Surgical Hospital. There it is. Mobile Army Surgical Hospital or Combat. Now, if it's Army. a cash, if it's a cash Combat Army, cash, cash Monet, Combat. Yeah. Yep. All you have to remember is Hot Lips. Hot Lips Hulahan. Me like Hot Lips Hulahan. So what? Vinny, what made you like the Bills when you were in Texas? Because they got their asses handed to them twice by no. Dallas. So it's kind of like a pity fuck. <laughs> no, no. I, I suppose I, you'd know more about that than I would. Yeah. I think the fact. Ba-boom. I think the fact that they went to the Super Bowl four years in a row, and you can't claim to have one of the best franchises in all of football ever if you've never been to the Super Bowl. They went four years in a row. They should have had it the one year. Who was it against the Giants? Yeah, where the uh, they should have had it where the field goal kicker missed the field goal that would have won them the game, and that was in what ninety. They they should have had it against the uh, Music City Miracle too. Oh, that that was total bullshit. That was, that was a forward. That was a forward lateral. Yes, it was. Um, Which is called a pass. Now, honestly, when they played the Cowboys, <laughs> now to be honest, when they played the Cowboys in the nineties, I, I mean there was a small chance. But I mean, the first Super Bowl was what fifty-two to ten, and the second one was like thirty-one to like thirteen. Thirteen. I mean, it, n- no offense to the Bills fans, but then the, the Cowboys just kind of manhandled the Bills. Like the the Cowboys were just in a different league. I wanted, is that the game Thermos left his machine. helmet. That's going to say he lost his helmet. Yeah. In the second one. I want a time machine to go back and watch Vinny watch that Super Bowl real time. Like, I I mean, I was hooting and hollering. I mean, I was, I didn't know my best friend at that point in time who's here in Buffalo, you know, or we still had, you know, another 10 years before we would even meet, you know, so. Well, I feel the same way about you, buddy. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think when, when you look at, at the fans, you know, how they were, you know, they were disappointed, but they stuck by the Bills, and they're like, you know, next year's our season, next year's our season. And you look at the fans, like, they have one of the most loyal fan bases in all of the NFL. Yep. Actually, they've been voted as having the best fan base in all of the NFL. And the, the best tailgate. The, the key is the tailgating, exactly. And most it, stadiums have downtown parking, and we have huge parking lots where there's room to barbecue. And, if and they're also the most stubborn football fans. If you want to know how I feel about the Buffalo Bills, drive by my house. There's a sign in the front yard that says Bills Mafia. Nice. It's kind of mandatory now, though. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, not really. You're, you're and if I find the guy who put that in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we Get talked about lawn. it before, wasn't there? What was that show on that was uh it was like the it was a four year thing about the Buffalo Bills and it's called the Four Falls, four falls of Buffalo. Of Buffalo four yeah. Falls of Buffalo. What a great if you never the, saw that, you should watch it. It's, it's a, a phenomenal thirty for thirty film by ESPN. It was actually yeah, like you said, great. I feel like I lived yeah, it. I it was just phenomenal. Yeah. It fills your chest with pride, you it's know. It's painful to when watch. you watch that. I didn't think it was painful to watch. I, it just fills your chest with pride to watch that thing. It was. I think the missed field goal is the most hurtful out of all of it. That one, the the damn field goal kicker. I think that's the most. Scotty Norwood. You were that close. Yeah. That fucking Six close. Six fucking inches. That's what she said. Norwood. <laughs> Verbal jokes were podcasting. <laughs> you know. I felt, and right. I did. You feel, you felt so bad for him, but you know what? When he talked to him and stuff, I mean, there was obviously more opportunities than just that one field goal. But that is. 
right there, you know? I mean, and that's that's the thing. You can't lay all the blame at the kicker's feet. You know, maybe yeah. if the offensive line had played better and opened up a better hole for Thurman Thomas or if Jim Kelly or had thrown the ball a little earlier more accurate. In the game. Less yeah. coke. Less you cocaine. Know, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no excuse for the Cowboys then. <laughs> no, no. There, there's not. <laughs> man, you could buy eight man, balls in their they huddle. Do some blow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they could. Oh, they they could rail a fucking line of cocaine <laughs> off a hooker's ass and play. You yeah. know, they were blasting lines <laughs> in the huddle for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hey, Nate, you got some white powder around your lip. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my tongue up there. You know, <laughs> who else was blasting lines at the time? Daryl Strawberry, way back when. He was oh, dear one. God. Yeah. Dude, I got his rookie card buried somewhere <laughs> in the cocaine. In the cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. You, were, you were using it to cut lines in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Mucho gusto. <laughs> Crack is whack. <laughs> Cocaine. Cocaina. Say hello to my little friend. I got to tell you, though, I think that. Bills Mafia members are the most stubborn about their team, too. I said, you got to watch out for Miami. It's going to be a tougher game. Well, we got nobody in on defense. Well, the defense wasn't as much of a problem as the offense couldn't go against the Miami defense. Like, dude. Dude, and then what happened with fucking Micah Hyde? Like, he's out for, he's done for the season? Yeah. He's probably done forever, actually. That's the second neck injury he's Could had. be, yeah. Like, dear God. He's going to the Jack Eichel's doctor. Well, they had a... You want to talk about the concussion? Oh, Tua's? Tua's? Tua's. Oh, Tua's? Dude, yeah. you can't tell me that he wasn't fucking concussed. I know. And heat exhaustion. I mean, that dude was wobbling. Dude, off yeah. they the said, oh, his back locked up on him. And he no. was like, dude, if your back locked up <laughs> on you, you'd have reached back for your back. Yeah. Well, and he didn't. He, his his body, eyeballs rolled in yeah. his head, man. His legs were going one way. His upper body was going another way. And his arms were going a third way. He was, there was something wrong. Dead yeah, motherfucker that had a concussion. He, they yeah. put him in. And the Dolphins need to. What be do you in think that investigation it? is going to show up when you're trying to investigate a multi-billion-dollar organization? Nothing, you know. What are they going to say? Well, it had to be partly his decision, but the Players Association is the one that's investigating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but what are they really going to say once they write him a fat check and say, "I yeah, just turn the other way, turn your cheek"? Nobody cares. You're trying to go after these multi-billion-dollar owners. They're not going to say anything. There, there's, gonna... there's more money for the Players Association if they do make a stink. Uh, yeah, they they will make a stink about it. Long term, they they are trying to make a case that the NFL needs to do more for their players because of all the head oh, yeah. injuries over the years. Oh, yeah. These and guys are destroying themselves. They don't need any more Aaron Hernandez's because apparently he had that, that brain, CTE. Stamp, that CTE yeah. shit was like all over his fucking brain scan. And that's all from getting whacked? Yeah, all from taking those uh, hits to the head. I guess it just affects everybody different. Eleven times. You know, damage. I mean, it reminds me of you know the beginning of Rocky Five, where you see Rocky sitting in the in the shower room, and it's all steamed up, and he's just like, you know, Adrian comes up, and he's like, I can't get my hands to stop shaking. They just they just won't stop, Adrian. You know, yo, seventy two, shit, twenty seven. <laughs> oh, we have a Bob Nelson reference, ladies yes. and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. You can play football in the football field. Yeah. A football. <laughs> now, that ain't no dick to cup, and it ain't no coffee mug. And you, you don't certainly don't want to be drinking out of it. Did anyone watch America's Game of the Week last night? Nobody? Nobody? Carry no, on I was Was busy. it Pictionary? No. I was watching was the Packers versus the Buccaneers. Oh. Yes. No one oh, I saw parts and pieces. Parts of it. I was busy watching season two of Picard, oh. um, <laughs> which I think is more important um, because fuck the Packers and whoever in the fuck they were playing. 
Um, but I told you Rodgers would have a good game. He didn't have a great game. I didn't he, say great. I you said know what good. He did? He managed the game well. There was no hero ball yesterday. He was throwing those short passes, those dinky passes, and it worked for him. He and, sad. and they had a running game. Yeah, they were able now, to get Brady some. looked terrible. Well, right, but I felt bad. I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because I like him. I don't care. Brady, whatever. Just retire again. That'd be okay. He's going to. They've only scored two offensive touchdowns in three games. Who's that? Tampa Bay. Well, Should have followed Gronkowski's suit. Dude, if I was him, I'd be Leave at home top, call it a day. with Giselle and the kids. They're on the outs. What are you going to do? Well, he's he feels like football, a stranger so in his own you home. Have an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to break in. And that was a total Tom Brady uh, mismanagement uh, at the end of that game, too. Miss Vinny would not be happy. She's such a nice woman. What if you brought you guys her all home have very for nice Mrs. Wives. Vinny, too? Huh? What if you brought her home for Mrs. Vinny, too? Miss Vinny might be happy then. Okay. Possibly. <laughs> Just be like, you know, what not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, those are some nice squirrels. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm waiting for him to retire again. And, you know, He's I wish retire. I wished he would have stayed retired. My biggest fear for him is that he's going to get injured and it's going to be like a devastating injury. Not like I got a concussion and I got to sit out like four games. Like Joe Montana, end of his career? You know, like... A, we might end up doing stupid things like, like a Brett Joe Namath, Like a Joe Namath type thing where his leg just fucking snaps yeah. in half. Oh, Theisman? Joe Theisman? Or Theisman, Joe Th- yeah. Oh, that Sorry. was such an amazing hit. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. gross. LT, that was disgusting. That. You could hear it fucking pop on TV. It was just gross. You know, but that's what I don't want to see happen to him. Like, dude, right. you're 45. You're going to go down as the greatest football player probably to ever have played the game at this point, at least. Um, now, some are probably going to argue that because... Let's not leave with a compound fracture. Yeah. I, I would say, dude, leave while you're on top doing your Gillette commercials and you've got a supermodel wife. Speaking of compound fractures, did anyone see the the commercial during the game yesterday with Alex Smith wearing a pair of shorts? No. And his leg that his he leg broke is, is fucked straight up. up hamburger. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh. Didn't one of the Saints just like break their ankle or some shit? Or it was somebody last week, I think it was, that broke something. Like, Trey Lance, yeah. quarterback from San Francisco. Yeah, they're, they're, he's fucking... Uh, he might be out for a couple of games. <laughs> <laughs> Not if he puts apple cider vinegar on it. You know what? That's it. <laughs> he might have to use a little duct tape, too. And then he might have to... Rub a squirrel on it. Apple cider vinegar and duct That's tape. That's always a good... That always makes me feel better. <laughs> Squirrels? Oh, yeah. I want french fries. Yeah, see? <laughs> he knows what's up. Twice. <laughs> a good grease boil. Had to go home and pet the squirrels when I got finally got home today. Needed some stress relief. It was oh, great. Yeah. No, it was great. Busy day. Busy day. I had to feed the cows and the horses and the donkeys and the mini horse. Today. I had to entertain had three today, which was unusual. But who'd you I entertain? Have my daughter. She was home today. Oh. But uh, we, she went out and took some. She was taking a photography class, so she went out to take pictures. She had to take pictures of cars. So my dad has a Mustang. He's getting ready to put it away for the winter because they're going away. And so she goes over to my dad's house. Hey, can I take a picture of your Mustang? My dad goes outside, moves the car so it's sitting in a better location so the light's better. I'm like, come on. Hey, it's, it's Grandpa. Is the, out of that shit. If I were to ask my dad, can I take a picture of your car? What the fuck am I taking a picture of the car for? Is the car, is the car black and blue? <laughs> it's just because it's a granddaughter. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's yeah, for You're not great. adorable. And you know what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? You're going to be the same damn way. Oh, I can't. You know what? Yes. So 
a funny story about that. So Captain Cuddlepants and Patience are talking about what they want to do when they graduate and what their wedding day. They've they've set a wedding day, which is like four years in the future. Okay. Three so and a half have, years. They, they have nice. goals. Awesome. Yep. And they're like, well, we want to live in this area. I go, we got to live closer to the thruway than Oneonta is because this guy is not going to be driving four and a half hours through back roads to see grandkids. You guys, but I'm coming all the time. So you got to live someplace that's easy for me to get back and forth from. Like two houses down the road. Right. (laughs) So then the subject came up because my grandfather on my dad's side was Papa, and my dad is Papa to my grandkids, to his grandkids. And so the discussion was, what do you want to be called? And I said, well, I don't want to be Papa because that's too confusing because my dad lives next door, so it would be super confusing. So Pops. I love it when they call my big pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I punisher. I called my dad pops. Yeah? Yeah, growing up. It was just My dad used pops. to get pissed when he called yeah. him pops. Ours really? Too. No, yeah. he, wasn't, he didn't like it? I'm not a grandpa. No, maybe it's just a, a said, southern no, thing, I, called I called my, called I my mean, dad pops. On what is, yeah. We yeah. called my father dad, but we called him pops a lot, too. What's up, pops? Like just yeah, that's bizarre. what I said. You know, just I was casual. like, "Hey, pops." But if we really need to be like, "Hey, dad, can I have ten dollars?" It was always but usually it was like when it was, it was like dad, very informal. And in other situations, it was Rodney. <laughs> like when we were on motorcycle trips, it wasn't like, "Dad, can I have money?" Hey, Rodney, want for beer? Oh, see, we were raised proper. <laughs> we were like, "Hello, father." Yeah, can I have some more. Father, hello, father. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you: What's the first time you cussed in front of your parents? I don't, I don't remember. Like usually, I never really swore at them. But if I was upset at something, I swore. But I never like swore at them ever. I gave Even my brother the middle finger one time, and I got in huge trouble for that. Really? Yeah, I think maybe first grade. I think uh, one time my father was had my brother come against the wall, choking him. <laughs> like had him with one handed, one handed against the wall. Carmen's feet were dangling, dangling yeah. and stuff like that. And I jumped on my father's back. I said, "You're effing killing him!" So I jumped on. I mean, I was Carmen was probably thirteen or fourteen, so I was twelve or something like that. And I just jumped on my father's back and I swore then. But I, honest to God, thought he was going to kill him. Carmen, I mean, I was a shade of blue. I have not seen to this day. I'm like, like, oh my smurf. god, yeah. I, so. I think for me, it was. 17. I I graduated high school and I was working full time as a pressman. So I was printing the newspaper. Um, So I worked at the Daily Light in Waxahachie uh, down in Texas. And we used to print probably in the neighborhood of like 23, 24 different newspapers from all the surrounding counties and stuff. So we were always running the press. And so I used to run the, the camera, the, the big camera, because back then it was just before it went digital. You would take and you would line up your articles. You take a huge picture and then you'd burn a, uh, a ne- you develop the negative, you know, black mark it up so everything looks nice and pretty, burn it onto a plate, roll the plate onto the press, and then you would roll the press. Hmm. Um, making really good money. Like I was making 17 an hour back in 97. Just right. graduated high school. Right. Like, fuck my life, dude. Like, I didn't know it, but that I was living fat back then. You're not kidding. You know. Now, I was still living at home. I was saving up money, you know, so I could strike out on my own. But I would get off of work on Wednesdays at, like, 5. I'd pull in the driveway at, like, 5.30. And my dad would get off work at 5. He'd pull in the driveway at 5.30. And so one day I got off of work, and I was like, fuck me. What a day. And my dad was like, fucking A right. And I was like... <laughs> Okay, then. <laughs> cool. You're my, a working man. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I graduated high school, you know, at 17. Right. I'm working a full-time job. 
Um, I'm paying for my vehicle. You know, I'm making my $240 a month car note because that's right. what it was. Um, now, granted, my parents, you know, co-signed because uh, I had no credit, but I was making the money. I was paying for my own insurance. I was paying a little bit of rent, you know, room and board at the house. Um, but I was still saving a, a decent amount of money. So, and, and my dad was like, yeah. He goes, legally, you're not a man. He goes, but you're doing everything a man should do. You know, you're paying bills. What a man. You know, man, you're working full-time jobs. So, man. there you go. And I was like, Cool. After that, it was just open the floodgates. You know? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. My dad and I would go out back, smoke a cigarette, you know, because my parents would buy cigarettes for me because I wasn't 18 at the time. You know, we'd go out back and smoke. Like, fuck me, dude. Like, I want to beat this old guy's ass at work. You know, he's a fucking pain in the butt, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And we had one guy who was just an asshole to fucking everybody. His name was Rodney. That's my dad. <laughs> fuck you, Rodney. <laughs> Not your dad, obviously. <laughs> But that was the first time I cussed in front of my dad, um, and it was probably three weeks after graduating high school because, I mean, I wasn't for- forklift certified, but I figured out how to drive a fucking forklift because if you've ever tried to move the, the fucking rolls of newsprint. They're heavy. Oh, oh yeah. my fucking God. You know, so you got the special clamp, and, you know, you got to rearrange and stack and make room in here because we got deliveries, you know, because we have dinkies and all kinds of shit that we have to insert into the paper. And we actually had people that we hired that would open the paper and shove it in. And then um, you would get a, a certain small you know, stack of the uh, papers coming off the press. You run them on the banding machine. You set them on the pallets. You got to get a certain amount. We would always go over by about 100 to 200 because sometimes you lose a paper or whatever. I feel like I'm in a Superman movie right now with Jimmy Olsen. Right. And then we're, we're learning all this. Clark well, you're Kent. In a training you're like Clark for Kent. that job. <laughs> I mean, like I, you would never think that it's that involved. Like I was thinking like there's a paper, but there is a lot to it, I guess. So what? you want to be a pressman. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Sorry, I know I kind of got sidetracked, but I was excited for so, you because you were very passionate so about it. So it's cool that you swore in front of your dad because you were an adult-ish at that point. I mean, yeah. But obviously the middle finger for Jay didn't work out so well. No, no. I was a lot younger, though. Right. I, had, I wasn't paying bills, working. <laughs> Drinking off the boob. Flipping his dad off. <laughs> How about you two? I can't imagine your parents would stand for it at all. I was nine. Nine? I was nine. You were younger than that. Was I? Yeah. I was... First time you saw a fire truck? <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> I pronounced it Firefox, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Which, it doesn't count. Well, my my son had, I think I told this story already, but he had, he loved uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Right. So we, he had the, the little books you'd read him, and one of them was titled Percy's Chocolate Crunch, and he pronounced it Pussy's chocolate cunts <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was probably two and a half three years old uh no i i was on the front porch with i won't name any names but the the kid who lived across the street and the kid who lived around the corner and we're sitting on the porch talking and both sides of my my mom and dad's families both casually swear to varying degrees so it's never been like you weren't supposed to, but it happened sometimes. Maybe you right. Said wire. Up well, top. the the kid across the street used to swear like a fool. Thought nothing of it. So uh, we're out there playing, and he swore, and he went, "Ooh, I hope your mom didn't hear that." And I said, "It doesn't fucking matter. We can swear." And your dad heard you. <laughs> no, my mom. She's oh. like, "Says who?" Like she was in the living room, just <laughs> just the opposite wall of the porch, and she heard me through the screen door. So yeah, I got to talking to you for that one. Did you ever get soap in the mouth? Yep. 
Not for no. that. We never did that. I don't. What think. about like Tabasco? I got soap in the mouth? No, no, no. Soap in the mouth was for something entirely different. That was just a punishment. We got soap in the mouth for bad language, like. Cussing in front of my dad was one thing. If I said a bad word in front of my mother, it was like the end of the fucking universe. So, so was, she doesn't listen to this podcast. No, absolutely not. So, why the fuck not? He's a grown up now. But it would be soap in the mouth, and if that didn't fucking work, it's like open your mouth. I'm gonna dump Tabasco in. Oh, and you get you get hot sauce in your. And as you know, an 11 year old, you know, your mom's dumping a teaspoon of fucking lava hot liquid down your fucking throat, <laughs> and you're like ah. You know, and she like close your mouth and hold your nose and make the you fuck swallow. I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. That's hard. And then that's you get Texas. then you get smacked in the back of the fucking head. Wait till your father gets home. You know that was always a threat, but it never really meant anything. No, it did. Oh, really? My dad would come home. He'd be like, my mom would be like, you know what your son did? And he'd touch his fucking belt, and I'd dive through a plate glass fucking window. <laughs> like I was out. Ellen's brother dove through a plate glass window. Like my I'm dad kind of pushed him through it. My dad <laughs> would tear my ass up with a fucking leather belt. Like, my family believed in corporal punishment. I mean, nothing abusive, but I mean, I'd get, you know, whooped with a belt, um, switches, you know, paddles. You know the one paddle that had the string in the ball? Yeah. 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 Take the fucking ball thing. Off. No, that snaps off and breaks and yep. breaks something, and then you get your ass whooped with the paddle. Wooden spoon. We had, with the paddle that we had was like an actual handball paddle. Yep. It was like three-quarter inch plywood. <laughs> that um, thing yeah, hurt. Mother was a we would go through. Baby. We would put on like three Ooh. pair of pants when you had to wait for your father to come home. <laughs> We'd have three pair of pants on going through. And Carmen and Rich diapers? Carmen and Rich used to get whacked pretty good, but my father, he was always pretty. I'd come home, and I'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, ah, you're fine. So he never really, <laughs> he never really did it. Carmen and Rich were like pretty, uh, you know, they would get it pretty good, but he didn't bother me too much. What about a paint stick? You no. get what with one of them? No, no those wooden hurt. spoon. Wooden spoon. Yo, yeah, sure. wooden spoon. My mother broke one right across my ass when I was a kid. <laughs> she swung that fucking thing so hard it snapped right in fucking half. <laughs> my mother I like you seen my mom. She's yeah. she's not even five feet tall. But dear God, if she got all of that in motion it was the fucking. <laughs> she chased me through the house, dove over the fucking couch, and tackled me. <laughs> Set on me, and then whooped she my ass. She's from Texas, so she knows how to tackle. Yeah. I bet she was a clean legal tackle too. <laughs> yes, there was no, there was no flag. If there'd ref been there, it'd have been a clean hit, you know, all day. But was this last Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, In Texas, you think they'd be you know, like lassoed and tied up? Right. <laughs> you done, Finney? Uh, yes, sir. What about you, Walden? The first time I swore in front of yeah. my parents beats the fuck out of me. Yeah. Did you, you did it, though, while you were a kid? You don't know? I don't recall. Were you a potty that. mouth when you, were, when you were a kid, though? No. I wasn't. I was, I was a pretty quiet kid. I, think I was pretty quiet, My too. mother told the story. What episode was that when we were here? Was it the 150th episode? 200th. Was there, or 200th? Yeah. When she told the story where I think one of the neighbor kids, Rick Valenti, was teaching me how to swear on the front porch, <laughs> and she caught him. So I was only, I mean, I was still living on the west side of Buffalo, so I was either f- three or four, because I think I moved here when I was five, and he would teach me how to swear, and my mother came out and busted him, teaching me how to say F and all that stuff. <laughs> you yeah, but she can't do it. <laughs> yeah, she dropped an f bomb here. Yeah, you see how she is. <laughs> she didn't get punished by her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, the first time I swore in front of my dad, I was twenty four year years old 24. and married. <laughs> I was out on a motorcycle trip with my dad, and I was telling a story to some other people at the table, and I dropped an f bomb. I stopped mid sentence, realized what I did, and looked at my dad, and he goes, "Go on." Yeah. <laughs> you're an adult now. You're, yeah, you know what? I still, your time. I won't swear in front of my parents. If it, if I do, they know that I'm either 
something's very wrong or I'm super pissed. That's where I'm at too. Like if yeah. you go through. So if I drop an F bomb for my mom and dad and they know that I've got an issue. That's one thing I really don't do is I don't drop the F bomb in front of my mother. I don't say G D in front of my mother. There's another other couple of words I won't say, but I'll say like You don't Damn, say grateful see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the that's one of the Bad forbidden words. words on this program. Yeah. yeah. We don't say CTR. There's three words we don't say. See, you got the first one. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since Matt's not here, I, I will say his side of our family swears aggressively, casually. Really? Uh, yes. And he was probably born and yelled, "What the fuck is this?" At birth. So. <laughs> what are the other two? What, what about-, about that song where they said spaz? And they had to change the name because they said people were like offended by that because spaz was a derogatory term now, which I could never I, even imagine that that would be a derogatory term. You know, it, it's really, in my opinion, it's not. I think it's people being overly sensitive because any one of us Google can that. be a fucking spaz. And my mom also fucking- uses the T word as a compound word. After Battlestar Galactica came out, I wouldn't say fuck. I would say fracking for everything. Just because I was watching yeah. it so much, some variation that means yeah. the same. I need thing. to do a rewatch of that fluffy series. By the awesome. Way. What's that? I didn't say anything. Someone said something. Put the fluffy lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Beyonce in a in a Lizzo song had spaz in it, and they had to change those? Really? Words. See, that's why I haven't heard that song. I don't. I just say I don't know what the song of Lizzo was. Lizzo or because Beyonce both both had spaz. I don't in their like songs, their music, do but Beyonce's got some fucking awesome talent. She's very talented. I'm not denying that she's talented. Lizzo just, got she, some good songs too because she does her hair tall. Neither and one of them are Adele. I mean, Adele is fucking sweet. So, had her. Should I give up <laughs> or should I just keep chasing? Which pavement? album are you? Are, which album are you the inspiration for? <laughs> <laughs> Jagged Little Phil. That's <laughs> <laughs> Dave Coulier. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wasn't that Joey from Yeah. So I think it was after the Super Bowl or after one of the games in the spring. Adele did a live show on television. My wife comes into the room and she goes, are you watching Adele? I'm like, damn right. Are you also singing along? Damn yes. right. <laughs> and can you get the Kleenex? Because yeah. I'm sad. She's in my range. I'm emotional. That's not why range. he needed the Kleenex. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I, I think I like Chubby Adele better than Skinny Adele. I haven't seen That's, Skinny. Adele. I, I think I was I was thinking that. Vinny too. wants to roll in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure there's a spot of flower first. Oh. Yeah, I thought no, Adele I, was very, and she's still a pretty girl either way. She's but beautiful I remember either she way. First coming out, I I think I preferred old Adele. Yeah. When she was first coming out, her voice and just the way she looked. And I think maybe just that little bit of insecurity made her a little bit more realistic she's, to me. It, it made broken. her feel a little bit more vulnerable. Exactly. Somebody I, that like, you could relate to. Attainable, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Not <laughs> even attainable. Like you had a shot. <laughs> Not even attainable, because either way, I know she ain't coming after me, but I just... She don't want this receipt. I, I think, oh, you no. know what? Now that she looks the way she does, she almost looks a little more vacant than she did before. I, like, in her eyes, she looked like when she was, again, a little fluffier. she's fucking hungry. Yeah, I think it could be. <laughs> that would be it. No, but like then it, it goes into then it goes into like what we're talking about. Like you can't talk about any body stuff, right? Because you can't just do that body. Don't talk about my body, however it's good or bad or whatever. Because that's how everybody is nowadays. Who's that other actor that always a big guy that said, "Don't talk about my body"? Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah. Don't talk about my body. Whatever, Jonah. No fair All shaming. Right. You're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. Was he in that movie where he said, oh, is that what we're doing? He went to the car and grabbed the, 
the machine gun and started shooting it at the guy. Yeah. <laughs> what movie was that? It was uh, oh, the one where they're fucking arms dealers. I, I don't remember the name. <laughs> All I saw, I just keep seeing, like, I saw a clip of that, and I was like, I never saw that movie, but I got to watch that. He, he dropped off. He went to some guys and gave him, like, 300 bucks for drugs. For weed, yeah. And then they said, then they took the money, and he's like, hey, what about my weed? And they're like, oh, what are you talking about? Is that the one with Bradley Cooper? No. What a hack that dude is. Yeah. Totally. Probably runs in the family. Uh, <laughs> something dogs. Res- no. No, 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 not res- no. Uh, that was a different one. I can't remember. Reservation dogs. No. No, that's a different thing. War dogs. War dogs. That sounds War like it could dogs. be. Yes, and that was Bradley Cooper in there. Is that. it Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper was in it, yeah. Uh, no wonder did, why nobody saw Did he saw really it. say, don't talk about my body? Yeah. yeah. What a bitch. Like well, if people are like, oh, he was he was complaining because he's his weight is yo-yoed over it, the years. It fluctuates. And people comment on the fact that he's gained or lost weight. And he's like, I don't really give a shit what you think. Good for him. But don't be a bitch. If somebody says that, hey, you're fucking fat, then okay. I think he was more upset about when people lost the when he lost the weight. He's like, oh my god, he looks so good, and then you got all this pressure. To- Are you still funny? Someone asked him that because he lost weight. Yeah. Like being skinny makes you less funny. Losing weight doesn't change your fucking personality. And sometimes it does. Fat, sometimes it's fat is funny. Yeah, that's always nobody been likes a skinny fat is jolly. <laughs> <laughs> eat, Papa. Eat, Papa. Eat. Well, <laughs> Ralphie May was fucking hilarious. And Ralphie that motherfucker May was, funny. was huge. I, I really never liked him. I liked. I always liked Ralphie. You know he didn't I, die from I, a cocaine overdose. That's <laughs> 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 he died because he ate Chris too many Harley fucking did. pork chops. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true. Oh, yeah. He was fucking fat, he, too. <laughs> Ralphie May was probably powdered. Donuts. Chris right. Farley had more than cocaine <laughs> yeah. going on. It was also, you know, some fat rolling around in his arteries and shit. Yeah. But fatty liver. That's the thing. Yeah. He was he was funny. Chris Farley was funny. Farley was funny. Are really there any funny. funny skinny comedians? Hmm. <laughs> Chris Rock. Everybody's literally pausing and looking Chris like Rock. Well, yeah. He's real skinny. He's funny. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. He Chris found Tucker. God though, so he doesn't do too much. He's not so funny anymore. Oh, he found Jesus. He was He's in funny. Texas. He lives in Texas now, and he's got you know a nice lot and everything like that. But he doesn't want to do movies. But he did one. I think he did. Was it Rush Hour three? That the they can't element. do him. Then they said, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to do it. I don't, I'm sick of swearing. I don't like the roles. I keep going in. I don't want to swear. I don't want to do this." Then they just threw oodles of cash at him, and he he started swearing. Fuck yes, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> I did like him in all those Rush Hours. Like his him and what is it, Jackie Chan? Yeah, I think they're a good combination. That Fifth was a funny show. Was, Fifth Element was great. I love Fifth Fuck Element. Fuck this, we gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> That's Bruce Willis and what's her face? Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, that was. I like that. Too. Still smoking fucking hot. Her daughter went last Halloween as her mother from the Fifth Element. <laughs> <laughs> I would not let my fucking kid out of the house wearing that shit. She just <laughs> wrapped herself in toilet paper. Then? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. My youngest went to homecoming, and she had this little black dress on. And my uh, my wife's cousin's like, where's the rest of her dress? It's like, she's wearing, like, Nike Pros under there. She's got, like, dance shorts on, so it's right. like, she's fine. It was, but normally I'd be like... And the chastity belt. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Call a locksmith. <laughs> yes. Yes. No one's getting the combo to that. Ooh, there's Mila Jovovich. It's in the... She's quite the attractive there woman, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. She's still very beautiful. Hello. Now, I'm going to have to go home and watch that movie now. Fifth I Element. love that movie. It's a fantastic movie. You know what I... What you really... A lot of people don't remember her in? It's a Christian Slater movie called Cuffs. 
There's a reason no one remembers it. Nobody watched it. Christian, Christian that Slater. That movie is fucking Was amazing. that during the time really? that he thought he was Jack Nicholson reincarnated? <laughs> I honestly don't know. You know what I'm talking about. I never thought about it, but now that you say that, it makes <laughs> but sense. I love this. K-U-F-F-S, by the way. Hi, yeah. I'm but Christian the, the best Slater. part in that movie... <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that movie is when he's on top of the parking garage with Here's his... Christian. ...with his partner... <laughs> And he's got a, his buddy's got a, or they have a shotgun. Yeah. No, he's got a revolver or something. And the one guy's like, hey, boys, he's only got five shots. There's six of us. You can't get them all. And his buddy just goes, bang, and fucking off the bad guy. And he's like, well, now we know that he can add and he can subtract. So <laughs> get on the ground or something, you know? Fucking <laughs> lay down on the ground or something, you know? He's just so nonchalant. But. You know, and Leon Rippey is in that movie, and he plays a really good bad guy. Leon Rippey's been a character actor in Hollywood for a really, really long time. Um, you've probably, you if you Google him, these names. you'll see him that he's been in a shit load of stuff, um, including an episode of Star Trek, uh, Next Generation. Oh, yeah, there he is, Leon Rippey. Yeah, he's been in a lot of things. Ashley Judd's I, in it. I've always liked Christian Slater. I think he's a great actor. He's a great character. The movie Heathers, I hate that movie, except Christian Slater's awesome in it. He really is. The movie where he's playing the uh, pirate radio guy. Pirate radio. No. No, it's not the name of the News movie. radio. <laughs> no, he's he's doing like this illegal ham broadcast. Yeah. And they're trying to track him down. So like the FCC is like trying to track him down. Pump up the volume. Pump up yeah. the volume. Oh, Green oh, eggs yeah, and yeah. ham. <laughs> that was a good win. Um, the one he did with Morgan Freeman, Hard Rain. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Morgan Freeman's actually a fucking bad guy in that. And you're like, what about the one where he saved the hooker? Bad guy. Who, Morgan Freeman? Yeah. I guess now I'm a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) We drank on the roof like Freeman. You know, Broken Arrow was pretty good. True Romance is one of the best movies. True. Is that the one with that guy? Yeah. Who did that thing? thing? And and Watkins is in it? Yeah. Christopher Watkins is in it? Uh, And and there was a car. And the Moors came down. So your great great grandmother? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he, he's in the scene with the other guys doing the the great lines. Okay, that was a phenomenal movie. I can't think. Of I used name. to watch that with my father all the time. Like I would put that one, that two minute trailer on of it, yeah. where it shows him. I, mean, I haven't killed somebody still, since nineteen ninety seven. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He was Will Scarlet. Mm. Oh yeah, you know. I, and that, I actually tried to forget that, but yes. <laughs> I, I still like the Why? movie mostly because Alan Rickman. The theme song, you know, <laughs> everything they do, they do for you. Oh you know, God. you know. The funny part is, is Alan Rickman did not like any of his fucking so lines. So he for that wrote movie. his entire dialogue. He wrote his entire fucking dialogue, and he stole the whole fucking movie. And that's why, if you look at Alan Rickman's character in that movie, it's like two separate movies because there's the dialogue for the rest of the cast, and there's Alan Rickman's, and it's completely really? over the top and different and fucking awesome. And he that was in what, Robin movie. Hood? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Prince oh, of yeah. I never watched that. Oh, you should. You should. Alan Rickman's character. Is it as good as Men in Tights? <laughs> nope. Yeah, well. Nope. Because that was brilliant. That was because Wait. we're men. This we're manly men. Hey, blankets. This is rocks. This squirrels. We'll bless them until we get for schnicket. <laughs> Hold up. Hold While up. I pump up. <laughs> Such a great movie. Yeah, that dates the movie pretty effectively because those yeah. things only stuck around for a little while. I know, right? Any other Not Christian me. Slater movies worth mentioning? He was in Interview with the Vampire as the interviewer. Oh, he's in a bunch of stuff. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Like, he had uh, he had a pretty good run in the 90s. 
and the late 80s. Wasn't he in that movie with, I don't know, I don't, was she his sister? The Legend of Billie Jean? She's not my lover. I think he was in The Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, The Battle of the Sexes? Mr. Robot. He played the the dad in in Mr. Robot. That was a great show. I I didn't watch Mr. Robot. Oh, it's very techy. So, Mm. but it's also just a great storyline. So, and the... The hacking that he's doing is pretend, so mm. you'll, you'll be able to follow it if you want to watch it. It's a really good <laughs> Because shit. it's very basic and low level. No, it's pretend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> he's, he's sitting at a keyboard and performing miracles. Oh, like Jesus? So he's, his job's like being a hacker? Yes. Does he take any side jobs? <laughs> that was a joke just for Rich. Yes, he is also a side hacker. Side hacking is the thing to do. Sorry. <laughs> I was watching Sven Gulli this weekend. Oh. And guess which song was on Sven Gulli? I don't know. I've got a brand new <laughs> They were singing. I was like, get out of here. I was like, this is amazing. So he was he was started singing. I was like, that's beautiful. Was it the only song he played the whole episode? Yeah, but it was actually it wasn't even in the actual movie that they were playing. Right, it, was- it was the guy singing the song. Like who plays if you guys don't know who Sven Gulli is on Me TV, but Yeah. And it wasn't like a normal, like I like the werewolves and the vampires and the Dracula ones, but this was a, a different, more, well, I say modern, but it was probably from the 70s, but it wasn't like <laughs> from the 50s, 50s yeah. stuff, you know, stuff. But but he started singing that. I was like, I just started cracking up. <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. Christian Slater was the star of that. It was yes. a skateboarding, skateboarding movie. movie. Uh, yeah. A buddy I went to college with was obsessed with that movie. And I've never seen it, but I swear to God, I pick up you know half all the, the references because he talked about it constantly. It was a Christian Slater skateboard movie? Yeah. Gleaming the Cube. We're going to look and see if they have that on your I've heard of website. that. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Like I think that should quest. be on Urban Dictionary. I, I can't imagine <laughs> I, just, I would enjoy it at this I'll point. be right back. i got to go gleam the cube. Yeah. I'm going to put that in Cuban. I'm going to do that. Just don't see leave your do cubes it. on the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't search it in incognito mode. Hmm. It's not on. Oh, yeah. There it is. Gleaming the cube. Urban 109 Dictionary. minutes on that website of yours there, Rich. Oof. 1989. That's all you, dude. I love 80s movies. I could, like, order pizza and have a veg day and watch just 80 movies all fucking day. What I watch? Oh, Weird Science. It's a good one. The movie. That's a good one. Christian Slater wasn't in there. No. Uh, so you're talking about no. 80s movies, and that was the one I was watching. What else did I watch? I watched uh, Stroker Ace. There's a gleam in the cube. With Burt Reynolds. Well, I was watching another one, too, and I remember what it was. But it was, like, 80s day. I was bored. When was Buck Williams? Buck Williams. Do you mean Buck Rogers? I am Buck, Buck Rogers. Is that what it was? Buck Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Buck Williams. Isn't Buck Williams? That was a TV singer. show. Buck, Buck Rogers in the 21st and a half century. In the 25th century. The 21st and a half century is Duck Dodgers. Oh, you're right. It was Duck Dodgers. Century. Gleaming the Cube is on Urban Dictionary, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. What does it say? It's when a girl rubs her private parts on a man's bald head. <laughs> wow! Oh, yeah, I'll change for that. That sounds like a, a last good use night for that, that girl was gleaming the cube, and my stubble got her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Might get her some rug burning. So everything, so everything's on Urban Dictionary. Apparently, whatever you have. It's like what's the rule? Rule thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. What does rule that mean? Thirty-four. If you can think of it, there's, there's fucking porn, porn of it somewhere. Rule 30. Is Rule 34 like really a thing? Yeah. yeah look up Rule 34. Rules of it the says Internet. Supreme Court. And then read it for our listener. You can, you can look up Rule right 34 in Urban Dictionary. Oh. 
I'll do it that way. Real 34. Er, Utah Rules of Civil Procedure? No. No. Urban Dick. Look up Rules of the Internet. So, Rule 34. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yep. That's literally the rule. <laughs> they have a movie called Rule 34. I just ran across it the other day. I didn't watch it, though. Marvin the Martian and porn. <laughs> oh. Where's the kaboom? <laughs> <laughs> the creature has stolen the modulator. <laughs> I figure if there was a porn about Rule 34, it'd be some woman in three dudes with very large... <laughs> making up 34. Total. Yeah. I, I see where you're going. Rule Thank 34, you. triple D. Yeah. <laughs> Queen in the Cube. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to have an 80s action movie day before long. You because, want a war. Uh, I'll mean, give you a war you won't believe. There you go. I mean, think about it. What happens with all the modern heroes, anti-heroes now, right? There's something that they play sad so you feel empathy for the bad guy while he goes and just fucks everybody up. What happened in Commando? They kidnapped his daughter... And he just fucking murdered an entire island. He's just like, fuck you all. I mean, you're all dead. He chopped one dude's head off with a fucking saw blade. Yeah, but they were all bad. What about True Lies? That's okay. <laughs> True Lies is fucking fantastic. I love that movie. I love it. Love He's it, like, love it, love I'm it. clean as a preacher's sheets. I'm clean as a baby. What about that time you blew a six-week operation because you were busy getting a blowjob? <laughs> well, yeah. Here, take Parkland Avenue. It's five minutes faster. <laughs> oh, is that what Rosie O'Donnell's husband and True Lies, that's yeah, Arnold. Tom Arnold. Arnold. Tom yeah. Arnold, that's the one. That was a yeah, good movie. That was, that was a fun movie. And, and Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis is trying so to be sexy. sexy. She's, she she's super sexy, yeah. but she's trying to be sexy. She can't walk in the high heels. And then there's the infamous helicopter scene, yeah. which I ruined my videotape. <laughs> just going back, looking, oh, at just oh, looking down her cleavage. dress. Yes. Dude, she when she amazing. did the dance in the, the underwear and the panties. Oh, yeah. That was hysterical, oh, yeah. like, but talented. What a great body. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I like about Jamie Lee Curtis? She's not trying to hide that she's getting old. She's she's getting exactly. Right? Yeah. Everybody else wants to go through and they're fighting. Even people I graduated with, you see them, they're all, everybody's Botoxing now for some reason in my class. I'm watching all these people. They got no wrinkles on their skin anymore. Like one minute you see them and I'm just like, man. Dude, if, if you want plastic, go borrow a doll from Brick Doll Banger. <laughs> I got you know? dolls here. <laughs> I mean, dude, grow old gracefully. Like Jamie Lee Curtis can still fucking get it. So grow can Christy Brinkley. Jesus me. Christ. Oh, Christy Brinkley couldn't get it. She's fucking 68. Yeah. She can still get it. She cheated on Billy Joel, so fuck her. Yeah, well, huh? whatever. She's I can't an believe girl. Where I draw the line. I can't believe he didn't see that one coming. Who did she bang? Who'd she cheat on it with? Uptown girl. Probably a yes. male model. Oh. they were. Okay. I, all I know is they were on a skiing trip, and people told him, and they got divorced over it. Mm. Oh. Sometimes you just got to hold the mirror it was and Sonny say, Bono. what am I not doing? <laughs> yeah, right before he hit the tree. Billy the Tree Joel. Right before he hit a fucking tree. I remember hearing about that on the news. It was like, Sonny Bono dies. He fucking hits a tree while skiing. And I was like, wait a second, what? It was like one of those 80s movies. He was at the top of the hill. He lifted up his goggles and went, hey, Billy, I got your babe. And then he pulled his glasses right down. He went down the hill and hit a tree. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, it's the end of that. Like, oh, shit. Like, Cher, dude, she's, there's, there's more plastic in her than there is in the ocean. <laughs> the only thing I ever liked her in was that uh, Nick Cage movie. Cher? Moonlighting? Moon, uh, Moonlighting? Blue Moon? No, no, no. Is she no, one no. of the prisoners on Con Air? No. I'm talking about Cher, right? Yeah. You remember when she, she and might, Greg Allman lived in Medina? <laughs> she might have been. 
What about when uh, what about, was it Moonstruck? Moonstruck, Moonstruck was good. What about uh, the guy with the face? Oh yeah, what guy with the face? With the thing, you know, he's got the hand. He's got the car. The guy with the face, the big face. He does that look. And he's the motorcycle gang mask. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was in that. She was the mother in mask. Oh, Eric Stoltz was the the guy that her her yeah, son. Yeah. He played What's her that? son. Oh yeah, she played the mom in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because was, was my insurance movie agent? was based on the <laughs> Elephant Man. I'm not. I'm the No, that was that was a, a different guy from the Elephant Man. <laughs> it's a real dude. It's that a, real, was a dude. real dude. Yeah, I know. It wasn't the Elephant Man. It was a different dude mm. with a different thing. Oh, well, whatever. That wasn't called the movie with Cher, the Elephant Man. <laughs> that was the mask. It was the mask. But was it based on the it was, Elephant Man? Wait, wait. The mask was Jim Carrey. Mask. Mask. <laughs> Somebody stop, stop me. me. <laughs> that, that was a Cameron Diaz debut, I believe, wasn't it? Was I, don't maybe. Was in that? I don't know if it was her first, but it's the first one. It I was either her first or her debut, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> it was her debut. <laughs> in in the bud, <laughs> yeah. No, she did one of those too. <laughs> that was the ladies' man. Was always a great movie. I watched that's something I could watch regularly too. This is all the Wang's fault. Yeah. I should just cut it off. Plus, that's I would the think. craziest thing I ever did. <laughs> I think get a glass of nice Cavathier. That that was a great character. Yes. You are man. obviously a homosexual. Because he's clearly an idiot. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to whip out everything you have and do it in the butt. <laughs> do it in the butt. <laughs> it was such a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> that was, Our worst boat burns down is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I watched it once. It was all, it was all cologne and pleather. <laughs> <laughs> there was not enough bleach <laughs> to, to wash my eyes with after I saw that. Now, um, uh, Hillary... And it was in it from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, Karen Parsons. I'd watch it for her. It amazes me you guys still know all these names. Of, like, I have no name knowledge of anybody in any. What did you have for lunch yesterday? How, I have no. How idea. would know? I have no fucking ideas. Yes, yes he would. I don't get <laughs> But why? But whatever. Oh, hey, I got my refund by the way, guys, on my my uh, thing that I got from Amazon that I've been waiting for like three weeks for. Remember, I kept saying I didn't get the refund yet, oh, yeah, and then they're going to yeah. charge me a restocking fee. They didn't even charge me the restocking fee. Yeah, what a guy. Full refund. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, Jeff Rowe. Do you see one of his rockets blew up, crashed? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that, is that the one that's shaped like a penis? Yes. They're, they're all, they're all like shaped like a penis. penis. Well, the this penis, one's more so. This one, the tip is bigger, bigger than the body. Than the bigger yeah. than the body. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like a flying dick. Yep. Johnson. You <laughs> <laughs> named a space center after it. That's how good it was. It's in Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston. Houston, Texas. But uh yeah. His rocket did blow up. Oh well. Bogus. Biogus. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> it's totally different. Oh, <laughs> oh wick. <laughs> My rocket blew up. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, this is garbage. I'm not going to have to raise the price of Prime by another $20 a year. <laughs> Bomber. Did they, I think they did that, right? They just did it, yeah. Because I feel like, they what raised, was it, like always 100 a year and now it's like 120 It's 159 a year now. No. What? Yeah. Worth every oh. penny. Prime? Oh, absolutely. You get a lot for that price. Absolutely. We what watched do I a get? football game the other night because of that. The yeah. Thursday night game. Yeah, I was like, Thursday wait night a minute, we finally got something? <laughs> right. Plus, and, I get a monthly book. I just downloaded a book. And... 
Prime is is a write off for us to read. Use it for the business. I could do like a listening book where somebody reads the book to me. I'm not really much of a reader. That's I read thing. Fahrenheit 451 in in school as my well. Book, when we have Rob Gronkowski, I tried to, but the paper was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> if you give a pig a pancake, I read that one. No, that sounds good. When we get Rob Gronkowski on the show, we have a book that we bought off Amazon. It's a erotic literature about Gronk <laughs> called A Real Gronking. <laughs> you know, you know how you're going to get him on the show is we're going to have to ask get our him, ass kicked. No, That's we're going to have gonna... to ask him what kind of beer he likes to drink, and we're going to have to buy a fucking thirty rack of it. Yeah, his favorite be like, beer is Tide. His <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. I'll tell him what to bring here, and he'll bring it. If he wants to be on my podcast, he's going to have to do what I tell him. That's Alan with a Y. Yeah, there's a new Tide commercial with a different football player. He jumps up onto the edge of the. The stands, and he's talking to one of the fans. He's like, "You gotta watch that jersey." He's like, "It's my lucky jersey. I haven't watched it in years." He's like, "It's dirty," <laughs> and he hands him tight a thing of Tide Pods, and he jumps back down onto the field and runs away. And as soon as I turn to Tim and I go, "Thanks for the snacks." Right. No, there, he's the line before he hands him the Tide Pods, and he he looks at the guy and says. You know what to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I just felt like going, no, 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 no. Speaking of snacks, have you guys seen the latest TikTok challenge called NyQuil Chicken? Uh, I almost posted it. the link for that article. Used to chicken. That's a- yeah. So you, you take a skillet and you put two pieces, two chicken breasts in it or fillets, whatever. You cover them with an entire bottle of NyQuil. You cook them in the NyQuil. Till the chicken is done. Then you eat the chicken. It's called sleepy chicken. <laughs> the problem is... I've done that. ...is most of the alcohol burns off in the NyQuil and condenses and, you know, leaves behind all the active ingredients, yeah. right? Because alcohol is the, the binder. And so you're basically eating an entire fucking bottle of NyQuil. And, and people, people are dying from you it. Could, yeah, you're going to get... The vapors the, are... Or they're fucking their livers at up At the minimum, something. you're going to be super sick. Oh, God, yeah. And they're like, don't do, the FDA is like, do not do NyQuil chicken. You will die. Switch like, to Robitussin chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody oh dies from drinking that old bottle. You know what you could do? <laughs> you just fucking robo Apple trip. cider chicken. <laughs> Have you ever tried that? The what chicken? Apple cider chicken. No. You just know. marinate the chicken in apple cider, and then it comes out nice and vinegary oh, yeah. and delicious. Mm, Throw that so, right on the grill. That's really good. So a TikTok challenge, NyQuil chicken. Yeah, don't do that. Next thing you know, they're going to steal... Kias and Hyundai's because of TikTok. Oh yeah. Wait, why? What? I said if they're going, the next step after Nyquil Chicken is a TikTok challenge to steal Kias and Hyundai's. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Oh my God, Hyundai! You know what? I believe that there has been a huge uptick in uh, those uh, type of robberies for some reason. Chicago has become the latest city to fall victim to the TikTok challenge, showing you how you can power up Kia and Hyundai cars with just a USB cable. The Windy City has seen thefts from two from the two car brands increase by a staggering 767%. Hey, you guys want to steal a Kia? I've got a USB port in my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally steal a Kia if I just took a and USB And both port. those cars, if you have three friends, you can just take it away. Park it in your mom's shed. If you got three friends, you can just pick it up and carry That's it That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Although, I want to talk about work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. This is old news for me, buddy. Really? <laughs> yeah. You guys have heard about this? Oh, yeah. Is it an epidemic here also? Everywhere. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Do you, do you have a lot of customers in Chicago? 
It's everywhere. No, it's everywhere. <laughs> I've been everywhere. So does man. it actually give you the directions on how to steal? Oh, you got to get yes. in there and actually break the the steering panel. The, the steering column. There's a panel that comes off. After that, it's just wiring. Yep. And they're doing it with all kinds of cars. It's not just. I'll, Kias I'll tell you and this. It's just Kias and Hondas. Is it really just yep. Kias and Hondas? I yep. thought there were There's other vehicles. There's a class action suit going on between customers, insurance companies against uh, Hyundai. Really? Because so then it shouldn't okay. be the insurance companies paying out on this thing if it's a flaw that they discovered. Right. It should be the manufacturer. But they've I'm already paid out millions of dollars in claims for stolen Kias and Hyundais. What do they do? Taking the reservation and burn them? Sometimes. Yeah. Chop shop, man. Boom. Gone. Mm. Or everybody's yep. got different VIN numbers. Everyone, anyone ever tries to steal my Kia, I have the perfect anti-theft device. <laughs> Oh, you mean a portable hole puncher? Yes. I got one of them, too. <laughs> Comes in the 9 millimeter variety. But yeah, they're telling people with Kias and Hyundais to use the club. Really? Yes. Is that still a thing? <laughs> yes. Will the insurance company cover the cost of my club? I don't know. I bet you they would. They'll say that if you use the Come club, the that they'll do it as they'll a, give you a discount. Discount for yeah. anti-theft. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness I did not buy a Kia or a Hyundai. Because I just, I just you live in a sketchy though. neighborhood. I just bought anyway. a new one. I just bought a new car. Nice. Actually, thank you. I have a question. If uh, my mother's going to be thinking about trading in her vehicle, so if she decides to trade it in and it's a lease and the buyout on it is X, and I wanted to buy it, could I buy it from that price, or do I have to go through and give her that price plus tax because she's going to be leasing a new one? You'd be better off giving her the money, letting her pay it off, and then buying it from her for a dollar or whatever. There you go. But would she have any more, like, would it cost her anything additional in tax for if she goes and leases another one? Like, no. Or is that only if you were to buy it and then trade it in or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, what I lease. do know is right now with the price of automobiles, if you're in a lease, your best option is always going to be to buy out the lease. Because that's what I want to do. Because she's got, like, I think a 2019, I think it is, uh, 2019 or 2020, the Blazer. It's a nice-looking vehicle. But if I do that, I might wind up just being a one-car man. I you might get, get rid, rid of the creeper van? Things. I might get rid of the... If I did that, I'd have to get rid of the van and get rid of the truck. And then just have one thing. Because I eventually keep thinking I might go on a date. And neither of those vehicles are acceptable to pick anybody up in. <laughs> I disagree. Unless well, you can pick up lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> the van's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Just make sure you have your nap time bottle with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would do what... Bring some NyQuil chicken. I, I would do what... <laughs> nap time! <laughs> I cooked. I would, I would do what I'm Rich pregnant. is. And I would give your mom the money, have her pay off the vehicle, and then buy it from her for a dollar. Right. Go to the bank, sign the fuck note over or the title over once she gets a clean title. It's it's a lease. She doesn't have the title. Well, I don't have a dollar. If she's going to buy out buy the vehicle, right. finish paying for it, then she would once she sends the the right. the stuff. So then you go to the bank, buy it for a dollar. They'd see the money transact, and then you just sign it right and be done with it. But then do right. I have to go register yeah. it myself then at the bank, and then they don't they don't you have to pay taxes on it when you go. When you go to the DMV. Them criminals. Yeah, I had to sign something. And they don't even do that because before, now the DMV doesn't go off with your note. With what, your what's tax on a dollar? Yeah, they won't, they won't do that they won't anymore. They won't do that anymore. They, they Kelly Blue it. Book. Yep. Yeah, stupid Kelly. Really? Yes. So they're just raping you. So you paid a dollar. You're not paying taxes on a dollar. They're going to go off a Kelly Blue Book now? Dude, no, they're just not honoring the family transfer anymore like they Yeah, do. and right. if they go through and do that, like even now, if, if you buy the, the buyout on that vehicle, <clears throat> might be, let's say... 28,000. But the Kelly Blue Book on that vehicle, because prices are so high, it might be like 36,000. 
So am I going to pay taxes on 36 because yep. Kelly Blue Book does that? You're still going to save money. Is you take your mom on a nice trip to Florida. Uh-huh. <laughs> Leave her there. No. <laughs> Make it mean. You do the transaction there, register it in Florida. When you get back to New York, transfer turn her plates. plates in, and then transfer your registration from Florida to New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. Loophole. We have to do that in Vermont. Nice. Vermont. Vermont. Actually, Vermont yeah, zero. That's the same. Yep. But Florida's nice, so you don't want to go on a vacation to Vermont. Oh, my God. Vermont's Not in the beautiful. winter. Vermont's closer, Unless you're though. a skier. Yeah. That's true. I think. Vermont's a hell of a lot closer. <laughs> I could take her down skiing. I'll sunny bono her. <laughs> Get the car for free. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's cold. Why do you have these skis? Ah! <laughs> Bye, Ma. <laughs> Tell Dad I said hi. <laughs> Yeah, but then you got to fight with with the, the siblings who gets control of the car. I'll take them skiing too. <laughs> I think after Woo! I think they might catch on. Not if he puts them all on a toboggan. Yeah, <laughs> right to the country club. No, this is really safe. <laughs> Tearing down all the black diamond signs. <laughs> really safe diamond slope. It's gonna say. <laughs> Look, it's really safe. <laughs> This, this one's a purple bunny slope. Ah, <laughs> it's just for New Yorkers. Mommy, I would never kill you. Does she listen to our show? No, no, okay. she hates the stupidity. <laughs> did, you, did you get her skis waxed? <laughs> uh, you know, try some of that shit. Be whacked. Hey, try some of that shit that Griswold put on his fucking oh, oh, sled. <laughs> <laughs> Snow will be on fire. Poor Sonny. So before we head into Germany, we are still mourning the loss of. What's her name? The Queen. I can't remember her name anymore. Elizabeth? Oh, yeah, that's right. Queen Elizabeth II. Out of sight, out of mind. Now there's a new king. And what do you say about monarchs? They're great. There you go. I think they're Like Tony the Tiger? You know what? There's nothing better. They are frosted flakes. There's nothing better than two cousins fucking, and then 400 years later, somebody's rich. Hey, it's good to be the king. Yeah. King Ralph the (laughs) First. You get your pick of the litter. Oh, if only they'd all get electrocuted while taking a photo. Hey, he was, he was really the Duke of Earl. Duke. They made Duke, a song about Duke, him. Duke of... All of them? What about Princess Catherine? About her. Do you don't like her? I'll save Pippa. You save Pippa? Pippa. She's yeah. more of a partier? Yeah. She's a party girl. She's more, she's more of my speed. You like all the right. hats, right? The hats? Oh, she's got the hat. Look at you even know the royal family. I don't even know who those other people are. I know the queen. I don't either. I just know Pippa's got Look at you, big closet monarch lover. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Methinks he doth protest too much. (laughs) My Diana plates are accumulating (laughs) dust right now. (laughs) You stole Diana's license plates? Yes. (laughs) Right after I drove her into the side of that tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, I have an excuse for that one. An alibi? An alibi, yes. <laughs> an excuse. <laughs> the devil made me do it. Mama wrote me a note. <laughs> Please excuse Walden <laughs> for killing a princess. Sincerely, Walden's mother. He thought he was playing my Signed brothers. Epstein's mom. <laughs> Shouldn't have left that banana peel in the tunnel. <laughs> uh, no, it was a turtle show. Was Dude, that a conspiracy theory at all? Was I actually, ran, you ever run over a fucking turtle? No. I ran Crunchy. over a turtle in 
Louisiana. Possum trot. Uh, no, Louisiana. I was on my way from There's Fort a possum Polk. trot in Louisiana? No, that's in Texas. This is my hometown. I'm on my way from Fort Polk heading back down to Deritter where I live. And there's a turtle in the road, and I swear I was trying to miss this fucking turtle. I saw him late. I dodged, and I felt I, I hit the ass end of him, and the turtle went <laughs> <laughs> just fucking shot off like a rocket. So he probably lived. I probably cracked his fucking shell. And I felt really bad about that. So, yeah. So afterward, did you have three turtle shells circling your car? <laughs> did you have to find out which the, where the which one the ball was under? <laughs> <laughs> I hit a deer yesterday. With what? With the van. The creeper van? Yeah. I was coming back from feeding the cows and the, all the animals uh, and letting the dogs out at like 9 o'clock at night. So I was going down, what is that, High Street to... East high. Yeah, East High to, from Keck. So I'm coming home and there's like three deer like just close on the road. So... I now I'm actually starting to go real slow. So I shouldn't even say I hit a deer. I'm going to say a deer hit me because when I was actually driving, the deer were just kind of sitting there. So I honked the horn enough to startle them and I was already coming to a stop. So the deer got startled and then ran right in front of me and his ass hit like just my van, but I was already stopped. So he just kind of hit it and just kind of scurried off. So it wasn't even like a, a big hit, like there was any Did it damage. Damage it? No, not even a little bit. Wow. Like it was just, I was at a complete stop and it just like, hey, you got scared. And it was like, just like if I just, like if you guys are walking out and you just hip check my van, that's what it was like. He just, he just kind of gave me the hip check, was like, whatever, don't honk at me. And then he uh, left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I saw a deer, we were at Golden Hill, we were camping, and they have these trails that go from the campgrounds to the marina, and there's a bridge you can go across to get across the creek and stuff and we're hiking in the woods i think i think it was i think i had the dog and we would let the chuck norris dog, no no this is long before chuck norris no we couldn't have had the dog because i was walking through the woods and a deer came onto the trail just maybe 10 15 feet away from me and i just stood there frozen he stood there frozen and we just had like a moment you know, a staring and I contest. just thought, basically. And then we fucked. <laughs> and then he raped me. <laughs> no, we just, we had a... Uh, Listen to Rich's awesome. truth. <laughs> a whole new meeting to deer jerky. <laughs> That's a David Cross bit. <laughs> the cops were dicks. Um, <laughs> and now, you know, I, I've always loved deer. Until I ran one over. On they the are Miller's fucking port. tasty. They are uh, delicious. They are tasty. And now I hate them. They're oh. vermin. <laughs> they are disgusting creatures. Oh. I learned that they are just nothing but insurance nightmares. Oh, property damage, car damage. They they hurt people. There was there's a video of a, a hunter who was like taunting one. He like cornered it in the woods somehow, oh. and it's just hoofing him to death, practically. <laughs> and it's just... I Who hasn't them. been I hate, there? I hate them so I, much. I had two of them uh, dart across the road this morning on the way to work. Um, I was on Davison Road and just do, 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 right across the fucking road. Was it a clean hit? I didn't hit them. I stopped. No, I meant with the, when you shot them. Was it a clean hit? <laughs> I didn't have my gun. Uh, what? It's at home. But no, I don't... Uh, I, I, I wasn't carrying a, a firearm with myself. I was on my way to work. And it's bow season, right? Right now. Um, yeah, I think it's bow season right now. Um, crossbow in the front seat? No. No crossbow. 
Put <laughs> that on your list. Alexa. <laughs> Bayonet season. Crossbow. I want to segue with a crossbow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dual crossbows. Um, no, I mean, uh, right next to your four wheeler. Chance favors the prepared mind, yeah. but, you know, generally favors those who are prepared. So, yeah. I have had my permit for years and years and years, and there's only been one time where I've actually felt the need to have it in my pocket, and I did. Thanksgiving and dinner. Somebody running <laughs> loose around in the neighborhood, and I'm like, you're not going to come by here. But that was the one and only time since I was 25 years old. Anyway, I'd do that. Well, I mean, I was in my home the other night, um, and it was a Sunday. It was like 8 o'clock at night. Oh, we heard this one, Yeah. Right? Yeah, so- Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, we can move. He past was running it. naked down the street, <laughs> rubbing green jello all over my body, reading Playboy magazine. Why? Let me put my boots on. Because I might suddenly feel the need to, pal. Clearly for the articles. You can find that story on. <laughs> can I have a cup of spang? <laughs> that's episode two forty eight. I think. I think so. Anyways, <laughs> it kind of broke up a bang. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh goodness! You never know. Where the a, hell were we? A we're quick shot of act right. You know, you were you were you were trying to segue into talking about the queen. Yeah, you were yeah. going to talk about smelly pee. <laughs> 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 and I was hoping that you two weren't going to sing again. I'll try not to. Because last time we talked about Queen, you guys were singing. No, no promises. promises. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> like we are the champions. I can promise. promise. Seeing as how sir. we now have like a. A, a r- actual good singer here. I'm not going to bother. Oh, thank you. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> that got shut down real quick. Is a rich been here the whole time? Yeah. Al? Look at all the equipment I got here. You know, I'm just streaming with talent. We're oozing with talent. Oozing. Al's thinking about starting oozing. a Tragically Hip cover band. I would. Penicillin will fix that. You got that, the right yeah. ad for it. <laughs> thank yes, you. Yes, he does. <laughs> what are you, the broken hip? How many? Isn't there a broken hip that does that? Hip dysplasia. Yeah. <laughs> hip dysplasia. Border collies usually have that. That'd be a great name for a tragedy hip cover band. <laughs> <For> dysplasia. While, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I don't know how old I am. They found armor in my belly. So you're saying you're not as good of a singer as, as Jay is? Fuck no. <laughs> Apples and oranges. I would never say that. I would just prove it. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a couple guitars upstairs. We'll we'll go up afterwards. We'll we'll prove it. Do you play? I don't play. I know like three or four chords, and I haven't played a whole lot. That makes you a rock star. Yeah, I decided to cut the end of my finger (laughs) off with the the pointy, spinny part of a table saw while I was running. I pushed my end of my finger right into the table saw. Jared Garcia had a 30-year uh, career with no middle finger. I was I was no good then, and I'm no good now. Clay <laughs> focuses on the vocals, though. He's got a set of pipes on him for sure. Fully, completely. Yeah. I have a, a shaky banana, too, so I'm prepared. Uh, we heard that. There's a pill for that now. <laughs> yeah, it's a shaky. At your age. You don't want to know where that banana's been. <laughs> that's it's been carrot. on the floor more in my microphone. <laughs> that's a bent carrot. That's a bent carrot. There's a pill for it. But there's a pill for the shaky banana, too. I remember the first time I saw you perform, it was at... The Palace. No. It was at... When he was playing with the band. It was it's Relay for Life. Where was it? City Slickers? or R- Relay for Life, you're dressed up as oh, Dorothy. Really? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to drink there either. <laughs> <laughs> then we saw you at a bunch of bars. I remember the last time, though, 
I don't remember leaving the bar, but I remember waking up at home. So it was a good night. Good night. Yeah. I think we were there till closing and we tried to help you. Well, I tried to help you help tear down stuff and I don't remember. He tore down a bunch of shit and just did it wrong. You were excused. I was. (laughs) I would like, I would, when we first started, I would like have to get completely shit faced to to start singing. And I just, really? Yeah. I just, because I was so nerved up and I still, to this day, you know, I get, got to have a drink or two, but not like that. But it's always that. I don't know how many gigs we've played. Hundreds, maybe, you know, since 1995, 96. And you're just blind drunk for all of them? I might remember, you know, 92. <laughs> but I mean, my mother and oh my, my mother and my uh, father-in-law came up. I was living with my, my wife. She wasn't my wife then. But they came up to visit, and they came to see us. We were playing at that place up by the airport. Uh, it was Blind Melons at one point. Protocol. Pharaohs? No. I think it was, it was Blind Melons. <laughs> the strip club, yeah. And anyways, uh, <laughs> now it's a storage place. But uh, there he had a, like a brass rail across the front of the stage, and uh, my mother-in-law's in the audience. And I'm like singing, going on, like, I can't remember. It was, uh, you know, the part of Great Plains Begin. Yeah. Uh, I'm walking across this feet over feet, and I f- fell on the floor. I mean, I fell probably a good five, six feet. I did not miss a beat and i'm usually not that coordinated <laughs> my mother-in-law was not impressed with me they're like well i wasn't too impressed with you last night mister <laughs> well you're like post malone then he fell at on stage a couple nights ago and he kept singing even though the microphone rolled away yeah i was so uh i was so inebriated i didn't feel anything so was, well post yeah. malone looks like he falls off the stage quite a little bit right that looked like it hurt it did look like it hurt those aren't tattoos on his face those are bruises yeah <laughs> those are scars <laughs> My daughter the, the was tattoos are to hide the mushroom stamps. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an old leather shoe got gonorrhea. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you one song that he sings. I probably can. Once you hear it, you probably do. But yeah, I can't but I can't think of one. Post sing, Malone he sings song. real good. He's, he did Saturday Night Live uh, last season, I think. All right, and I didn't know what to expect, and I I take the musical guess with a grain of salt when I'm watching that, but I, yeah. I left it on to see what he's would talented. happen. He does have he a really sing. good voice. Like he's he's done some acoustic work, and he he does sing. It's like a lot of people were like, "Who the fuck can T Pain sing without auto tune?" He actually he really can. He needs a keeper though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not get face tattoos. You know who else can sing really well? She's a train wreck, and I can't believe I'm going to admit to you guys that I listened to a couple songs by her. Adele. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. She can sing, too. She's got a great voice. She did a Tom Petty tribute, and they sang Wildflowers. I'm a huge Petty fan, so and it was amazing. Now, Billy Ray was sitting in with her and playing guitar, and he was flat, but she could sing. And then she does a cover of Jolene. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. baby. That is awesome. Barefoot. And yes. She likes to urinate outside, though. Does she? Yeah. Who does she like? Does she <laughs> sprinkle while she's taking a walk? Little thing. I love her, but <laughs> yeah, she's, that's why. You know the funny I think thing that's is, a country girl. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so when she came out with Wrecking Ball, Bruce Springsteen came out with his Wrecking Ball at the same week, and at a show in Australia, instead of opening up with his own Wrecking Ball, he opened up with her Wrecking Ball. Played her song as an April Fool's was he, joke. Was he swinging on a wrecking ball naked? N- no. <laughs> Did he lick a hammer? Should have. No. Do you lick a hammer? <laughs> but he, I think he licked uh, Little Steven's axe. 
Is that what he calls his penis? <laughs> no, Stephen Van Zandt. He's a guitar player in his oh, band. I liked him in The Sopranos. Is that what Stephen Van Zandt calls his penis? Yeah, he's a little hammer. Yeah, he was in, uh, but yeah, he's in uh, the Sopranos. Axe is a guitar. Do you say he has a little hammer? Is that what he calls his penis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Stephen's little hammer. <laughs> yeah, you ever listen to his radio program? Yeah. Oh, he's he's not good. Little Steven's underground garage. <laughs> I like his wig in Little Hammer, though. Yeah, it's a wig. That's yeah, totally a wig. I mean, he always wears a scarf. Because he's bald. Is that why? Yeah. He's not Brett Michaels bald, but he's bald. Brett Michaels isn't bald. <laughs> yes, he is. No. Oh, yeah. No. Hair's overrated. It sure is. <laughs> hey, the more hair you lose, the more head you get. Hey. The more head you get every day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that hair's attached to his head. <laughs> you yes. can't clean the cube with a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> a pox on the hair. <laughs> Knocking, knocking. <laughs> There's our title right yeah, there. Yeah. And it never is. You say that every every episode. There's our title, and then it's always something else. Well, I got outvoted a couple of weeks ago. You blew it last week, man. No, the Herschel Highway one? Yeah. You didn't I even would. offer that as one of the options. I was, because I was laughing, and the boss goes, we're laughing. I go, I got a title idea. The Herschel, drive right in the Herschel Highway. She goes, no. <laughs> what was Stop that telling her. <laughs> you gotta let her listen to it and get it in context. What was that, that in reference to? It. You over, made it. I know. I just can't remember. What we're Yoko overrode you. It's yeah. easier to get forgiveness <laughs> than permission, and he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks about Mario Grounds when you think of Herschel? Wasn't that the place in Tonawanda that makes the oh yeah carves the horses and yeah. stuff? Herschel, Herschel Spillman. He yes, you, you're the only one. Okay, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> So now that we've done none of our articles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really want to do this article, goddammit. So we started talking about Queen Elizabeth being dead because there was a fortune teller who actually pred- accurately predicted her death. She reads asparagus tips to foretell the future. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> she says King Charles III will hand over the reign to Prince William next year. She's the only asparamancer in the world. What the fuck? Yeah. And says she sees the future by tossing spears in the air and interpreting how they land. Her name's Jemima Packington. She's English. Where's my syrup? (laughs) She famously correctly predicted Brexit, Prince Philip's death, Theresa May being ousted as prime minister, and Harry and Meghan stepping back from the royal family. That's That's a pretty good... Uh, it's a pretty knowledgeable asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> now, is she using the same asparagus from like 10 years ago? I don't know. Or is she always like running down to the local market and getting a, a fresh batch? And then does she have to get them blessed? Or I anything? was going to say, is there some blessing of the asparagus? Are they kosher? Are oh. they kosher? I mean, is <laughs> she putting be? them? Why? Is she coating them in <laughs> olive oil, sprinkling them with a little bit of sea salt, maybe a hint of fresh cracked black pepper, and, and then, then dumping them, them into the into garbage the skillet <laughs> to saute them? It's not kale. And I don't think her asparagus <laughs> was right anyway. That would require coconut oil. It allows it to slide off the pan easier. Yeah, I think the same thing with asparagus. No. Yeah. Well, just so you guys asparagus know, that asparagus lady wasn't right anyway, because I have it on good fact that uh, some of my QAnon conspiracy theorists uh, <laughs> raised a claim that the queen died months ago, and uh, she's only been uh, uh, replaced by holograms, but she died an unnatural death, Weekend and she Elizabeth. was murdered as part of a wider plan. <laughs> so just so you know, the asparagus wasn't right. 
Damn you, asparagus. <laughs> and just so just so you got an idea, it's not just a coincidence that as of September 8th, 2022, apparently marks the 1776 days since QAnon first emerged. So she died 1776 days as soon as the QAnon uh, came to came into play. So there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it's not just uh, you're born, you live, you die. You she just was pour murdered. that out of your hollow earth? Well, I'm just saying. It's it's out there. It's it's fact. If you believe in conspiracy theories by crazy people. <laughs> Which you do. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there could be something there. <laughs> well, if they can fake Whitney Houston. Yeah, see? Didn't they have I got news for you. They just I just was the out the other day and there was a bottle of wine talking to me because I had to put my phone up to it. And what are those guys? Nineteen crimes? Nineteen crimes, yeah. yeah. Those guys will talk to you. Really? I thought I was drunk. <laughs> it was in well, front of my they phone. Bring- Prince back as a hologram. Uh, I don't remember one of the they Super did Bowls. Prince. They did. They were talking about doing that because they did Whitney it with Houston. Prince. They could do it with a queen. Natural progression, yeah. right? I mean, but hologram technology, like you can tell, it's a fucking hologram at this point. Not in Ocean's Thirteen or in Star Trek. Yeah, but that's like advanced into the future. I can't wait till they, I can put <laughs> a, a holodeck in my attic. I have hologram cards. We're going to have to put a fucking passcode on that for you because you're going to do some naughty shit. No, I want to go to the pyramids and all that stuff. It'll be the safest way to go to see the pyramids. Well, that's fine as long as he mops up after. What, to do it? Oh, what, it's a hologram? Yeah. Nobody wants to step on a jellyfish. <laughs> oh. I just, I, t- I told you I used my buddy's kid had one. What are those things called? The Oculus? Yeah. So I was trying that. There was I had to throw up. It was disgusting. I hated it. I was on a roller coaster. I've heard that happens to some oh people. I was on a roller coaster and I'm sitting there like this, and I'm like, "There's like, no, we got to stand on there." I'm like, I'm, "I start." I was like, "I can't stand." I'm trying. I'm like, "I got to sit." So I went into the couch and I'm watching this thing, and I'm just banging around on this roller coaster, and there's dinosaurs everywhere, and I was like, "I got to take this thing off. I'm about to throw up." <laughs> Were they chicken nuggets? No, straight up dinosaurs. <laughs> like, I feel like, it, like it, maybe if I was in an ocean or something, it would have been cool, but this thing was just too. It was too stoppy and goey. You know, like it kind of glitched a little bit. Both New, words. Yeah. New words for the week. <laughs> and I don't know. It was just too much. I had to take it out. I went actually. I, can, I, I went home. I told him. I said, I got to go. I left went, his house. You went too realistic sick. too soon. You got to do some of the more cartoony ones first. I, I feel oh. your pain, though. Because we went to the IMAX theater to Cleveland Museum of Science. And we went to the climb to the top of Everest. And we were. St- there's a. A website that tells you where the best seat in the house is for each movie you go to. So if you put in IMAX and then the climb to Everest, it'll tell you where you need to sit. So we got Wendy and I got those seats, and they're they're throw. Oh my god, I can hear that over the headphones. They throw a ladder over a crevice, and then the camera pans over, and I had to hold on to the chair because I thought I was falling in because it was freaking awesome. But so I yeah. I What's the name of the mountain? Everest. Do they hand out acid when you walk in there? <laughs> no. Or Never even tried that ever. <laughs> my, my, not me neither. Biogus. Biogus. Everest. Everest. Milk. Milk. Crick. Creek. It's creek. It's crick. That's what you get in your neck when you get a stiff neck. Yeah, you get a creek in the neck. You get a crick to go fishing. Yeah, you get a crick in your neck. You go walking in the creek. No, you have that. I get a crick in my neck every summer because it's so fucking sweaty. It just runs right through. Ah, (laughs) a river runs through it. Yeah, that's right. God, my son just went to the uh, one of those interactive theaters where the seat moves and and stuff like that. And there's a there there's a thing that'll spray water if there's 
water coming up on the screen. He said, <laughs> "That ain't water." There's a there's a button that that's, you can push. That's Jose. They hire him to spit in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I need seventy six. He said, "There's a button you push to turn the water feature off, and it didn't do anything." So he's sitting there every every time the water comes out, it sprays him. He turns, hits the button to turn it off again, and then it does it again. <laughs> <laughs> but more. But more. <laughs> yeah. He shouldn't have saw Twister. <laughs> it's a bad day to see Twister. Why is the off button labeled with a plus sign? <laughs> Any other articles we absolutely need to cover? I don't think so. I liked all these articles, but I don't necessarily. We can carry them over. I heard there's something happening in Canada this week. <laughs> no, there's Germany first. There's a, there's a lot going oh. on internationally. Oompa! The, now, the one It's Germany almost Oktoberfest. That. Did we do either of those previously? Because I couldn't remember. No. Okay. So here's what's happening in Germany this week. Oh, Oktoberfest is back. Cue the leader hose in. Gut Frabas. Nein, nein, nein. Craig, say Munich. <laughs> Munich. Okay. October male eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> Oktoberfest is back in Germany after two years of pandemic cancellations. Uh, but while brewers are more than glad to see the return of the Bavarian capital's Sudsy Tourist centerpiece, both they and their visitors are under pressure from inflation in a way that could scarcely be imagined the last time it was held in 2019. A one liter or two pint mug of beer will cost between 1260 and 1380 euros, which is between 13 and 14 dollars, which is an increase of about 15 percent compared with three years, two years ago. The event opens at noon Saturday, which was last weekend, when Munich's mayor taps the first keg and announces, Oh, zaft, or it's tapped in Bavarian dialect. Yeah, purse purse increases like that, they're not Reich. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, right. They're not right. They're not right. <laughs> yeah, the that cost, little gerbil was flying in that noggin of yours. The, the costs are affecting the entire chain from supply to manufacturing. It's almost as bad as going to a Bills game, $17. I was going to say, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's a bad price because you're getting Cheaper 32 ounces. Money. You're getting a quart of beer for $14. Yeah, but it's usually really cheap to go there and get oh. a lady with shit-faced. big jiggly titties brings it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tip her. Oh, I'll, I'll give it a tip. <laughs> <laughs> you get more than a tip. Dirty. Goo. Goo. Um, all that inflation gets built into the prices of things people buy, and those prices, higher prices, cut into their purchasing power. Inflation is running red hot in Germany. It's seven point nine percent in August, and nine point one in the nineteen countries that use the euro currency, which is high. Oktoberfest was first held in 1810 in honor of the marriage of Crown Prince Ludwig of Bavaria to Princess Therese, or Therese. It's been canceled dozens of time dur- times during its more than 200-year history due to wars and pandemics. And ripping my little horse. <laughs> Good information. I, anytime I think of German uh, royalty, all I can think of is that 30 Rock episode with fucking Paul Rubens. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that 30 Rock? Yeah, it was 30 Rock. Okay. In other German news, <laughs> <laughs> in 
in other German news. Nein! <laughs> Laia! <laughs> German customs officials say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails and other items hidden inside bags at Dusseldorf Airport this month. Oh my God! <laughs> Where are my snails? <laughs> Someone has stolen my snails. It was perfect timing. I don't. Did you read the article? No. Okay. Uh, authorities said officials stumbled over one of the snails on a baggage truck. Initially, thought it was a toy uh, until it started moving. And they found a bag. Still with could a, be a toy. They found a bag with a hole <laughs> with another snail already peeping out of it. Uh, officials found six bags totaling ninety-three giant snails, sixty-two pounds of fish and smoked meat, and a suitcase full of rotting meat. <laughs> All had been imported from oh. Nigeria. And we're destined for an African goods store in Western Germany. He so bought it through the email. Was perfectly timed. They were African snails. <laughs> they bought it through the email. Right? Was the rotted meat something for them to eat while they were traveling? I think it was just poor storage. Oh. Yeah, that guess. seems likely. Likely. I mean, if the snails had time to chew through the bag, chances are it was there for a while. Shipping delay, maybe. Yeah. And finally, a Berlin Museum's uh, upcoming show at the National Gallery will do what few art exhibits have done before. Host a blood... Make you watch it! (laughs) (laughs) You will come to it! (laughs) As part of its Phantoms of the Night 100 Years of Nosferatu... Is that how you say that? Yes. Yes. The German Red Cross... Hold on, hold on. How did you think it was pronounced? (laughs) I just always steered away from actually saying it. I'm like, you ever see that old Dracula guy? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, give it a shot. Nosferatu. There you go. It's too late. You already said it. Well, now I'm going to say it all the time. (laughs) I I may name my child after that. (laughs) So you don't ever say his name? (laughs) Come here, kid. His last name's going to be X. X going to give it to you one more time. Little Nas X. Come here. Uh, It opens December 16th, and the German Red Cross will conduct blood donations on site. The exhibit aims to unpack the legacy of the influential German filmmaker Friedrich Wilhelm Murnau. Murnau. Known for his 1922 low-budget horror film Nosferatu about a vampire from Transylvania. I don't say blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Has anybody watched that movie, actually, like, start to finish? Which one? Hotel Transylvania? No. Nosferatu. No. From, like, 1937? The 1922? It's public domain, so you can can probably find it online. Plus, I think it's free. It was actually an unauthorized remake of Bram Stoker's original 19, or 1897 novel, Dracula, and instantly became an icon of the German silent film era. You guys have seen reference to this movie in, in lots other of other things. things. Yes. Yeah. So this, um, not least of which is the um, Weekly World News when they show Bat Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a ripoff of the Nosferatu vampire. So... Go take in a movie and donate blood at the same time. And if you don't pass out from the fear, you'll pass out from the lack of blood to your brain. So, Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. Canada. Canada. 
<laughs> your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. First, I need to know why you have a kazoo on your pinky. That's my finger splint. Where'd that, you stick that that it didn't belong? The little one is, I have mallet finger now because I jammed my pinky. So I had a smaller splint, but it got wet, so I used the only bigger splint that they had. Now I have giant hands. You hear me all right? Giant hands. <laughs> They're huge. They're the biggest like hands thumbs. I've ever seen. <laughs> the apple cider vinegar didn't uh, didn't fix that? No, that's the one. I got to actually cut my finger open and pour the apple cider vinegar into it, and that will actually adhere the tendon back to the bone. There you go. So that'll work. <laughs> Good luck with that. I, I read about it in a book. <laughs> The book I started today is number 3,250 since I started keeping track in 1995. Really? It's a lot of books. <laughs> Somebody give that man a dollar. Um, be, before I get into any actual articles, uh, my wife pointed out right before I came here that uh, they announced today that Arrive Can, the yeah, they app threw it out, right? you have to use to, to go across the border into Canada, they're going to do away with it before the end of this month. And she said, I wonder why they chose to do it now. Since, you know, the pandemic's been ebbing for some time. And I said, it's either because Uncle Joe finally said it was okay, or the queen was the only one holding out. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you're saying you can go to Canada now without yeah. right. yep. anything? You can, you can it, it's going to go back to the way it was before the pandemic. Oh. Um, in other Canadian news, a... <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit is right. A video clip of an Ontario shop teacher wearing oversized prosthetic breasts to work has drawn international attention. Now, let's not snicker too fast here, guys. Last week, images emerged of Ontario's Oakleaf Trafalgar. Is it Trafalgar or Trafalgar? Trafalgar. I've heard it both ways. It goes both ways in this I've article. I've said it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it specifies whether or not he's homosexual. Okay. He's transsexual. It's different. <laughs> it's ma'am. It is ma'am. <laughs> Marie's big <laughs> fake mammaries. Showing one of its shop teachers conducting class whilst clad in enormous silicone breasts with visible nipples that extend below the teacher's waistline. This feels like a lost bet or a dare or something. He was last seen running down Walnut Street. <laughs> <laughs> In a statement to Post Media last week, Halton District School Board said the teacher portrayed in the images is an industrial arts in instructor who begins who began identifying as female last year. Clandestinely recorded by students, images of the instructor quickly exploded across social media, easily making it one of the world's most visible Canadian news stories of the past month. Uh, 122nd video in particular has received nearly a million views, circulated by an American podcaster. It, 
It shows the teacher demonstrating the use of a chop saw while gingerly ensuring the large breasts do not get caught in the machinery. Well, thank Safety God. first. <laughs> oh, so he's actually doing something good for people. Yes. It's a good teaching example. You don't want to get things caught in a blade. Yeah. <laughs> like the fingers. Spinning. <laughs> really fast. Uh, the images have circulated particularly quickly among conservative media, even though scoring a mention, even scoring a mention on the American Conservative Talk Show. I'm not even saying that guy's name. Fuck him. That guy spoke at Sonny Barger's funeral. What's I don't know the, what that what's means. What's the guy's name? Wasn't he like the murderer in uh, Boston? Sonny Barger is, no, that's, no, Sonny Pool. <laughs> Sonny Barger was the head of the Hells Angels. Same thing. Yeah. Mm. It was Whitey Bulger. That's yes. What you're yeah. And a recent letter to parents, Oakville Trafalgar, confirmed the video's authenticity, but implied that it's illegal to even suggest that the garb may be inappropriate, equating the teacher's controversial decision to wear oversized prosthetic breasts with the right to identify as transgender. He can just spin around to his back so they stay out of his way. <laughs> He's been hired to run out on the field at Blue Jays games and kiss the pitcher. <laughs> I love that. And her. that's the last word about that article. I am moving on. In other news, a London, Ontario man has a peculiar way of paying his bills or collecting a bit of pocket money. He sells he pictures of his feet. He sells poop. Oh. His poop. And he's not the only one. Essentially, you end up just pooping on a plate and scooping that into a collection tube and then dropping it off. It's as simple as that, said John Scheimel. Uh, he studies immunology and microbiology and says it's less about the money and more about saving lives. Healthcare professionals have put an open call for poop donors at St. Joseph's Healthcare London, where fecal transplants have become a routine procedure used to treat potentially life-threatening C. difficile, a cause of antibiotic-associated diarrhea. See, this is where socialist healthcare yeah. just fails. They, they're collecting poop on purpose. Not <laughs> all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Wait till you read a little farther. Yeah. I know some, you have. But some have toilet paper stuck to their they, shoes. They, uh, fecal transplant. Is that what you said? Yeah. Fecal oh, we've transplant. talked about those before. Okay. That, that actually this is one's scientifically proven to be beneficial. This one's different. They're not impacting here. They're... <laughs> Where they're just throwing it at the guy? Read a little farther. I haven't read the article. Oh, read a little farther. I saw the headline and went, oh, we're talking about this. Okay. Patients usually take the fecal transplant orally in the form of capsules. That was my next one. We knew that. <laughs> Although other options are available. <laughs> other option. I'll take the other option. <laughs> For example, it's if there's it. one-way hole. Some, sometimes two girls will share one cup. Uh, <laughs> according to Silverman, patients generally choose to take the capsules out of preference to avoid a more invasive option involving a colonoscopy. Oral capsules, which are odorless and flavorless, also have the added benefit of delivering healthy bacteria directly to the entire digestive system rather than just the colon. As it turns out, fecal implants could potentially be the key to treating a number of medical conditions. There are trials and studies in the works looking at the use of fecal matter to combat certain kinds of cancer, anti-arteriosclerosis, and dating. 
As for donors, Silverman said the requirements are relatively simple. We're looking for healthy people between 18 and 50 who are not on any medications, who don't have any significant medical conditions, and are willing to shit on a plate. We're all out of, out of it then. I'm in it. All, Do you tell me to take any medications at no. all? No. None. I get the prescription, but I don't. I get the prescription, but I don't take them. You also can't drink apple cider vinegar by the gallon. I'm just saying, if you're gonna take a poop <laughs> capsule, you can try a little shot in apple cider vinegar, or Shit you know breath. what? How about sauerkraut? Let's try that a little <laughs> oh, bit too. The apple cider vinegar dissolves the capsule, so you wind up just swallowing the poop. Shit breath. Hey, for fifty bucks. If you guys want to collect a plate of my shit, you go right ahead. <laughs> read the read the last paragraph. That's the best. It's a great icebreaker to meet new people <laughs> and to tell them that you donate poop and they're really thrown off. That's you think? That's me. That's that's going to be my statement to just really lock and load my single life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times I like to just crap on a plate and uh, donate it. Uh, I like to give back. Sometimes I put it in a paper bag, put it on my neighbor's front porch, and say. let it on fire. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I donate it going 30 miles an hour down the street. I have a capsule if you'd like to try one. <laughs> because I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody stamps on a burning bag of shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're going to say, is that your van out parked out front? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's the downside for having a high-profile vehicle like yeah. that. People are going to recognize. In other news, a I haven't read this. <laughs> I didn't read the article on this one either. A pipeline protester who glued himself to the doors of a bank earlier this year has been sentenced to 12 months of probation and a court order that he cannot possess glue outside of his home. Uh, he was one of several people who glued themselves to the bank branch April 7th, according to a sentencing decision released, posted on the Canadian Legal Information Institute's website. He and others were staging the demonstration to demand that he appeared in court for sentencing in early August after pleading guilty to a charge linked to the bank protest. Oh, it was linked to the bank protest <laughs> by glue. I hope it wasn't hot glue. That sounds like it would Ooh. sting. It was Gorilla Glue, I'm sure. Probably a cartoon about it. <laughs> it's flex tape. <laughs> Crown lawyers asked for 12 months probation under a suspended sentence, while the defense asked for a conditional discharge, the latter of which B.C. Provincial, Provincial, Provincial Court Judge William Jackson granted. The basis for Mr. Bryce's actions were a very obviously sincere concern for the immediate and long-term effects of climate change and frustration with the lack of political movement despite his attempts to motivate politicians. He was handed a 12-month probation term as part of his discharge with <laughs> conditions that include keeping the peace, completing 40 hours of community service by January 31st of next year, and not going to the RBC branch he protested at. The discharge also <laughs> carried an unusual Keep condition. Keep discharge. The conditional discharge should have been on the other story. <laughs> the, the glue might help with the conditional discharge. Yeah. <laughs> Just proper placement. Yeah. Seal it up. Uh, uh, Bryce must not possess any glue, super glue, adhesive, fixative, or resin outside of your residence except the permission, except with the permission of his probation officer. It's Paladin. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> uh, the judge also said he has not heard of protesters gluing themselves to a bank door before, but he would certainly be. It would certainly be an effective way to protest, or at least causing disruption at the bank. 
And that's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us this week? I always have a website for you. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's it. I gave you all the websites already. <laughs> there's, there's no more. All right. This week's website is phonemyphone.com. Phonemyphone.com. Now, I got a warning. Your connection is not private. Yeah, I got the same thing. It's not something you have to worry about the security on. So you can click the thing to proceed. <laughs> click the link for advanced down at the bottom. Oh, okay. Is it not mobile friendly, Alan? Right or wrong. Okay. Use phone my phone to find your cell phone. Set a wake-up call at a specific time, escape boring meetings or dates, and do so much more. Enter your U.S.-Canadian phone number here. Number of times to call, and then you could schedule it. So if you can't find your phone and nobody else is around with a cell phone to call your phone from, you could use this website if you were at a computer. That's smart. Let's see if it works. Whose phone should I call? I'm not calling my own. <laughs> call Rich's. I do have Rich's number. I'm not telling you what it is. I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> I have my ringer off. I should probably change that. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, I'll put it on vibrate. Yeah. Oh. Hubba, hubba. Hope this is the right number. Did it do it? Nope. There are problems. There must be a valid. Why has it got... Hold on. Could you finish any one of those sentences so we know what's happening? They had a whole bunch of ones in there. Maybe it doesn't code. Throw a couple zeros in there. It should fix it. Hold on. There we go. Let's try that. Nope. It's not going to let you do it. It wants... It says my... Phone, my phone is in danger, and we have to begin charging for its basic use. Oh, that's new. So it says, success, you, sh- you should receive your phone call. Oh, I don't know. Is it coming yet? No. Oh, nope. It should be a 206 area code. In different area codes. Nothing, nothing happened? Area codes. Oh, I have two missed calls, and my phone never rang. Really? It just rejected them immediately. Wouldn't that Noise. defeat the purpose of uh, trying to call yeah. your phone? It takes you right to the spam folder. It does. Yeah. I'm going to try my real cell phone number because that's not a real cell phone number. The one that you gave me? The one I gave everybody. Okay. It's a Google Voice number. All right. Which is a VoIP, which is different. Phonemyphone.com. Trial. Not secure, but fun. You said but fun. <laughs> like, you know, you said discharge. I said but fun like I am. I feel like using a website that doesn't Incoming work. call. There we go. So it can't work on regular VoIP stuff. It's got to be on a... Error has occurred. Goodbye. Was that them? Yeah, it said an error has occurred. It said an error has occurred, but it called my phone. That's all you wow. needed to do? Phonemyphone.com. There you go. That's how you can find your phone. Or if you have an iPhone, you can just have it being out. Do you read the terms and conditions on there? Because guess who's getting uh, car warranty phone calls again? Yeah. <laughs> they arrested that guy. <laughs> Him Did they finally? Mm-hmm. Him is hundreds of millions of dollars. Did he make a bunch of money? He got fined a lot of money. All right, so the website this week is phonemyphone.com, and if you're willing to possibly get the warranty phone calls in order to prank your friends, this is the one you got to <laughs> go to. <laughs> so it's phonemyphone.com. This week for shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Good being here. Vinny. <laughs> Jay. Rich. See ya. Walden. Uh, and I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week.